What is up, homies? Welcome back to another episode of the Chexicans Podcast here on Heroes Reforged. This is like our second to last, the penultimate episode of the year. Yeah. Very excited. Yeah, it's very yeah, excited. What are we talking about today, guys? Don't you oh. remember you told me you love me, baby? We're Why? just going to do karaoke this episode. Ooh, oh, okay. dude, we should do karaoke one time. <laughs> Let this us know in the, the comments below what song yeah. you want us to sing. Yeah. This is not List live. Song. That's not going to work. <laughs> no. All we'd so. have to literally do is just put that TV over there. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, we could do a karaoke <laughs> holiday Karaoke. Uh, yeah. So second to last episode of the year. Mm. Karaoke um, should be in the dark, away from cameras and secretive and shameful and drunk. <laughs> And not shared for internet because that shit will live forever. I have one of those that yeah. I will never share. <laughs> I, I've shown it to you guys a few times, Which but one? it's it, it was in our From Germany. Trip. Yeah, it was oh, when we went yeah. to Germany. Mm, yeah, 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 yeah. I showed it to you guys, and yeah. I was like, "This is never gonna see the light of day." Womp, so. womp, womp. Sorry, y'all. You were teased. You weren't there. Mm-hmm. Too bad. Did you put it in the shared folder? No, it's not in the shared oh, folder. Oh damn. <laughs> yeah, Mm-mm. that one ain't coming out. Oopsie. That one's in the vault. That one's in the vault. <laughs> that one ain't coming out. Disney vault. Yeah, so it's been a little bit episode. We're gonna we're gonna talk about a few things. A lot okay. has happened since the last episode, um, and then we'll do one more before before the holidays and at the end got, of the year. And we have uh, viewer questions from our yeah. Patreon. That's right. So That's thank right. you to everybody who submitted a question. That's right. That's so right. who's gonna start That's karaoke then? Hector. Don't you remember you told me you love me, baby? Um, no. Okay, so this is the Thanksgiving episode. Thanksgiving episode, guys. Yeah. Let's give thanks uh, for one thing this year. Doesn't have to be channel related. Oh man. Doesn't have to be anything. I give thanks to my impeccable balance. What you think about that? Yeah. <laughs> I give thanks to Is that your superpower? Very yeah. good you are, yes. Um, I will give thanks. Ready for the trials, are you? To, I'm going to give thanks to Andor. I'm going to steal oh, that interesting. one. Oh, interesting. I'm going to give thanks to Diego Luna and Tony Gilroy and oh. the team of Andor because they surprised us this yeah. year. Mm-hmm. That was That's a true. trick and a treat. That's mm-hmm. that was, true. And true. every week I've been thinking about the story and mm. the, the the meaning and the you know the it is inspiring. So I'm gonna be thankful for Andor. I took that. I went first. <laughs> you got this. You got this. The fish man. And that's oh trying to tell you. That's you all you got. got this. Dang. Uh, all right. Not not like your cats. No, I was purposefully being like. I'm gonna do this theme of uh-huh. like pop culture pop things. Pop culture related. Okay, okay, I could I could do that too. I'm not trying to get too too um, real. <laughs> I well no, I ain't trying to get too too real. This year was rough, y'all. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um what do I give thanks for? Um I give thanks I feel like this year was um kind of like a test of how much we could do. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. like we did a lot of shit, mm-hmm. so I give thanks to people watching, obviously. Fuck you, but also no, no, no. But that's not my real one. <laughs> I give thanks to Adam for pulling oh. so much oh. weight. See, so you guys are still making it real. Because hey. I'm a dick. Because no, I didn't no, no, say, no, 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 no. I didn't say friendship but, or love. But <laughs> hey, man, everyone's to go thing. back. The community to go back. Yeah. To the people at Amazon who continued to create uh. the show they wanted to create. 
Lord, with of, the Rings, Lord of the Rings. There you go. Given that huge mega backlash, they were. I feel like pressure, that show, yeah. yeah, was the most hated show. Yeah, uh, like hate with watch. no reason. Most yeah. hate watch show of the yes, year. Yes, with no reason. Yeah. With no such, reason whatsoever. I've and seen such worse shows. I followed all of the creators, all the writers yeah. and stuff on Twitter. Yeah, they're great, and they're all great people. And just like watching their tweets, I'm like, man, I feel so bad for these guys. Like they're <laughs> all literally putting their hearts out. They're like, <sighs> hey. We're just trying to make a good show, y'all. Yeah. Like, you know, watch it first, please. Yeah. And these people just came out, but I feel like the show was successful. I enjoyed the show. It's a good I one. can't wait for the next season. Uh, I can't wait to see what else comes from it. Like, I have a feeling mm. that this is going to spawn a whole other slew of Lord of the Rings content. And yeah. So I'm just I like, so. that for me is, uh, is I think it's a big one mm-hmm. media-wise. And mm-hmm. I, 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 for me, it was... It was kind of like a sink or swim moment. It was like testing my my uh, Lord of the Rings fandom. Like, am I a real fan? Yeah. Oh. Am I a real fan? Like, <laughs> and what does it mean to be a real fan mm-hmm. at that point? Because mm-hmm. this is a franchise that came in with all the hate that people who watch Star Wars watch mm-hmm. with like oh. the years, of, <laughs> with like the years of like of waiting for this franchise to either be expanded on or like something else to come out, which we didn't know was going to happen for a while. So it was a very interesting spot to be in, but um, Mm -hmm. yeah, thank you to all the creators of the Lord of the Ring show. I appreciate you. And uh, cheers to season two. Baby, season two, season two, clink, 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 clink. Mm. Mm. I know what Adam's going to say. What? No, I'm, I have it in my head. I know. I'm, I know. I'm, let's say it at the same time. Ready? Okay. One, one two, two, his three. DMs. Jamie Lee Curtis. Oh, <laughs> that's a good one. Dang. Jamie Lee Curtis oh. in his DMs. And Jamie Lee Curtis in his DMs. How'd you yeah. know? Yeah. <laughs> You're not supposed to tell anybody, bro. Um, damn. I have so many things that I'm thankful for. I got to pick one. Yeah. One yeah. thing. Yeah, man. I mean, you could do multiple. I said three. Yeah. That's true. I said the fans, you, and the show. Came up with another one as you, you were could, talking. You could like, say it after oh, Adam. One. Yeah, um, I got one. For sure, thankful for these guys for putting in all the hours to record all this stuff because it is a lot. Um, and it's been three to four days a week, almost, almost every single week for the last, especially in the second half of the year, we, mm-hmm. we've been recording a lot of stuff. Yeah. yeah. The second and half was and rough. I, and I think a lot of people Ugh. on YouTube maybe don't realize that. You better enjoy it. You can quit if you want. <laughs> you better like Willow. <laughs> I think, but I think that's the hard part is a lot of people on YouTube don't necessarily know that we make that much stuff on Patreon because yeah. Yeah. we yeah. see it in the analytics that people skip the first 90 seconds of our video and they're like mm-hmm. hey when are you guys gonna react to superman lois season two and we're like yeah. we've been where you been we've been bro we've been, we've been there, there. oh i know what, there, I know what you're gonna say you're thankful for um, i know i know i know uh what else am i thankful for? i mean i'm thankful for my family for constantly being supportive because I, I i this year especially i haven't made it home as many times and as much as sometimes they're like give me a little bit of grief for it um they get every, it. every time I do go home, they're very excited to hang out and do stuff. They get so. it. I mean, mm. your grandma yeah. always leaves us messages that I translate, and they're yeah. always so nice and positive because <laughs> she writes them in check. Right. And so I have it's to, nice. you know, use the translate, translate function. Yeah. And they're nice. always just so like, I never, I never grew up with grandparents. They mm. all passed before I got to know them. I was yeah. like, oh, this is nice. This is what it's like to have grandparents. Yeah. Okay, that's cool. Yeah. She always yeah. asks about 
How is your YouTube show? I'm like, it's great, Grandma. I got to send you the link so you can watch it. Okay, send me link, please. Uh, she's not Russian. I don't know why I made that accent. Nah, send me link. Nah, send me link, please. Grandma, send me Mother the Russia. I hit my head. I'm Russian now. What? Grandma, what? no. It came out of a coma. I'm Russian yeah, exactly. Um, what was the other thing? Oh, obviously the viewers. All of you yeah, guys who've been watching our channel. Man, we're, we're stop 15, making me look like an we're, asshole. No, we're 1,500 away for less than, less than 15 away from 100,000 subscribers. But we're also not thankful to the 1,500 of you who waited <laughs> so long. Who are you? <laughs> to subscribe. It's okay. I think not we, thankful. I, I, real talk, I think uh -huh. that the, the stuff that we're dropping in the last month yeah. on YouTube, and I don't know if it's you want to announce it or keep it a secret, but I think that stuff is literally going to get us over. Like, mm. I think people are going to find us who had not seen us before yeah. and actually subscribe. You mean based like on some holiday treats that we maybe, have? Yeah. Maybe some okay. new-ish stuff that is not like an ongoing series of like, we're watching mm -hmm. this show and this show and this show and mm -hmm. we're committed, but like a, mm -hmm. some, we're putting some new little, little treats. Little ditties together. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We'll wait. To, mm -hmm. We'll wait. Little we'll toys and them, treats. We'll keep them uh, so, yeah, suspense. Of, cor of course the audience, because without the audience, we wouldn't be able to do any of this mm -hmm. stuff. Mm -hmm. uh, and then the last thing, Superman flying over Prague. That's what I thought. <laughs> Come on. I Come thought on, you were gonna say, man. I thought you were going to say like David Gordon Green uh -huh. or Jamie Lee Curtis or Michael Myers. Yeah. The character. Always grateful. Su I mean, Superman when are you not grateful? You spend the whole month of October being yeah. grateful to them. Just so what, that's yeah. fine. That's your own I Thanksgiving. I also want to say that I'm very grateful to Tatiana Ver Maslany. Version two. All right. All right. Tatiana. Here's my version two. Yeah. Um, Actually, my version two is my family, my loved ones, my <laughs> girlfriend, my cats, my the community, the fans, my Plex server, these guys, my, my best friend, my Blu-ray collection, my best friend, Plex server, my 3D my TV, server. <laughs> then my 3D TV, uh, my new gaming console that plays every game in the world. My my, I'm very thankful that Tatiana Maslany said yes to taking on that role. Yeah, she was so perfect for She-Hulk. Yeah, so funny. Mm -hmm. She got it. Mm -hmm. She made it. God, dude, the moment where she's like, when do we get next men? Like, I'm like, that is my favorite. I got you, bro. It's one of my favorite moments of the year. Yeah. And it's making fun of me. Yeah. Like, she looked in the camera and was like, yeah. uh, you were so like, no, I, I tried. Was, I tried, and I was bro. like, mm, yes, please, more. <laughs> dumb, dumb. She was an idiot. Yeah. So funny. So I'm, I'm thankful that, uh, that she said, yeah. And that whole, yeah. uh, similar to Lord of the Rings, Rings of Power. Yeah. Or like, and or team yeah. of people who put that show together, mm -hmm. the She-Hulk team. Mm -hmm. Dude, so thankful that they, in my opinion, they, they nailed it. They really I, nailed I that. I got character. another one. Go. Yeah, me too. You're probably going to say the same thing. Ryan Coogler. Oh, oh yeah. For adding Tenoch Huerta. Did not need to do that. Did not Absolutely. need to do that. Did not need to include us in the conversation yeah. at yeah. his table of yeah. kings and queens and Wakandans and beautiful people to yeah. add. Wow. More beautiful people to mm. it. That's I think a good it's, one. I think you got another one? Go. One. What else? Um, I was going to Michael say... Michael Myers, of course. Yeah, uh, for oh murdering God. that dude. Greatest of all time, Michael oh. Myers. I won't name people by... I won't name people, but <laughs> the creators who have reached out to us... Oh, my ...throughout God. the year... They don't watch this show. No, I know they, they watch don't. our reaction. No, they don't. They don't watch this show, but yes, <laughs> okay. you're right. You're right. Um, but all the creators who've worked on all these shows that yeah. we've been watching throughout the year and have slid to our DMs. I got another one, by the way. Really? I got another one. I was into, um, I was at a, I was at uh, a convention this uh -huh, past weekend. Uh -huh. A guy came up to me, recognized me without my mask, and he uh -huh. goes, "Hey, I just want to say hi." He worked on some. Um, some DC Universe shows mm -hmm. like Swamp Thing and Titans. Oh, nice! And then was like, been loving your guys' stuff on Andor, and oh, was nice, saying like, nice. like from like that post production standpoint, he was like, I remember you guys were saying stuff that was like 
really spot on to what we were doing and you guys didn't have any insider knowledge just no, to, be, you know, to be able to pick on pick up on some of that stuff yeah. and he was a latino so he was so stoked to like uh, to like say what's up so that was awesome a can little we bleep out world. his name can we bleep out his name Adam? i'll, t- I'll yeah. tell you guys who it is later i'll tell okay, you guys who really. it is later but <laughs> super nice guy and um <laughs> it, it just a, just like a great like you know uh in the same way that you're talking about yeah. the, the folks who are working on various things and then they mm-hmm. hit us up secretively usually mm-hmm. to be like, mm-hmm. Hey, we really like your videos. Yeah. They're great. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we yeah. sent them to such and such and so, and so, uh, uh-huh. and yeah, your, and your, really cool. and your graphic Captain America fucks. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was that's a public. So that we, a we know that's that, a public yeah. one. Yeah. So now Kevin Feige hopefully knows us. So yeah, yeah, hopefully what's up, Kevin. Kevin? What's up, Kev? Dog? Hopefully Kevin has seen it and gone. Oh, what did I? Why did what I say yesterday? <laughs> why did I let him do that joke? Fucking joke. Gross. Bane of my existence. Yeah, because I mean, we obviously we would never expect that from from anybody working on these shows because they're busy working on those shows. Right. And it, it has been. We've had people it from from these various you know yeah. companies and things reach out, or if we see them at a con, they come be like, "Hey, watch your stuff; it's great." But for to to get that so consistently this year was a really big surprise, and yeah, it, it just that I guess surprising. it just feels good because you know sometimes sometimes even we struggle to stay up till midnight. Like, all right, we're gonna watch this, yeah, for sure. You gotta yeah. like nap or figure something out, and yeah. you know it's a process to get those videos done as fast as we try to get them done. Um, so it's it's not it feels it's it's a little bit it's like a reward. It is a reward. <laughs> it is very much a reward. Yeah. It is. Yeah, yeah. I, I agree. And it's it's val- yeah, it's it. that validation <laughs> that like obviously we get it from you the fans. And and I think the fans really kind of pick up on that. We were yeah. talking with our buddy Fuzz last night. Mm-hmm. We went out mm-hmm. to dinner mm-hmm. and so he's like you. he's like I watch your stuff and I don't understand how you pick up on stuff that was supposed to be there that's not there. So like mm. he, we so there was stuff cut from uh from Doctor Strange, Strange mm. Multiverse of Madness that he was like we didn't talk about this but you guys knew there was something going on in the scene mm. and I'm just like oh and like and and we wow. were, it wasn't even like we were forcing the conversation it was just like yeah. part of our normal review sure sure and sure. so he was like yeah he was like and that's why I'm dying to talk to you guys because you get it like you <laughs> understand and and you picked up on it which is yeah. great so. It's very much validation that like we're on the right track, and that yeah. basically we need to just create a movie studio, and um, <laughs> yeah, let's do it. HR. And we will blow Marvel out of the water. Yeah, uh, and Chexkin we will, Studios. Uh, yeah, we'll. Uh, oh, I like that. That's a good one. That's yeah. a good one. Yeah. Yeah, because we call it baby. HR. That's human resources. That's, yeah. no, that's boring. That's very boring. <laughs> boring. Boring. Any more thanks to give around here? Uh, I want to give a thanks to uh, Kevin Conroy. <laughs> oh, yeah. For being yeah. Right, literally Kevin the Conroy. GOAT, yeah. the yeah. greatest right, Batman ever. Wow. Um, I'm uh, Legitimately, I'm thankful that I got to meet him. Yeah, you That did. was a... Can you talk about your experience a little bit? Yeah, man. I... Uh, <laughs> We're gonna need more beer. <laughs> As he chucks the thing, <laughs> throws it back. One thing that made me really, really sad about it is that I was like, man, I know so many people who haven't had a chance to meet him this guy that's the thing that made yeah. me so sad because i'm like he was so nice and so um thrilled that the character meant so much to people mm-hmm. that his work mm-hmm. was like very impactful and affecting mm-hmm. and you know um and i it's it, it it my experience was that i got to like i wouldn't be here 
if mm-hmm. it literally were not for Kevin Conroy be, right. vo- voicing Batman in the Helping 90s. Helping you, yeah. You know, and, uh, but not just that, but just me being inspired by <clears throat> yeah. Batman and Dude, that was series. appointment viewing for us. Yeah. It was, yeah. it's, it's <clears throat> awesome. And, um, and I was, as a kid, I'm still, a, I was still a Spider-Man kid, but mm-hmm. Batman was the show. Yeah. You know, yeah. I still like the X-Men, but Batman was mm-hmm. the show and great voice cast in those other shows happening at the same time. And, um, it's just that that Batman show just, it, it, it holds up to a degree that is like so impressive because of how much work they put into it back then. Yeah. But I, I, we used to work at an acting agency years ago. And the reason I got the job is because in my cover letter, I said, I am a massive fan of one of your clients. Like I, I was going to apply to this job. And then I found out in doing research that one of their clients was Kevin Conroy. Kevin Conroy. I wasn't like tr- trying to get there to meet him and be a psychopath, but I was you like, stalker. I said, Hey, this is how I feel about one of your clients, Kevin, and his work and what he did years ago when I was a kid and that mm-hmm, I mm-hmm. will read a comic book to this day and it's Kevin's voice. And and just that passion helped them see me as like, oh, you're really into cartoons and, and video games and, and anime and you watch that stuff. Mm-hmm. So maybe you should work here and you can bring some of that. And then I got to work there and then I got to meet him and he was so nice and so kind. I got to help him at a convention one weekend. Yeah, Like I flew to Salt Lake City my boss was like, Hey, he needs a helper. Do you want to go? And I was yeah. like, yeah, I want to go. And that's crazy that he, he wouldn't just like have somebody that's well, like there. I'm, I'm sure they did, but it was like, I guess the convention was maybe offering to like, mm. and for if Kevin wants to bring a guest or a helper or whatever. And you know, and I basically went there and worked yeah. for free, yeah. but then Kevin paid me cash money at under the, end the, of the table. He's wow. like, here you go. Here you go. And I was like, that's where you got oh your $8 million dollars from. $8 million, baby. <laughs> yeah. But like, he didn't have to do that. Yeah. That was right. not, you know, it, 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 and, and more, more importantly than that, I just got to see how he interacted with fans mm, and I see. that thing where like so many people came up and kind of were saying the same thing, right. but it's all true. Right. You're so important in my childhood. You inspired me so much. Like, I think I'm a good person because of the type, the type of stuff that mm-hmm. you did. And like, mm-hmm. you know, Batman got me through a tough time. Yeah. And like, anytime I read a comic book, I hear Batman's voice. It's all yeah. this stuff that felt like it was me or you or you talking to Kevin. Mm-hmm. And he was so kind to each individual person. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and then I got to, um, so I worked with him there and, and he was so nice. And then I, I remember in the middle of the day, we went and got lunch, I think both days, like in their little green room. And it's like Michael Rosenbaum was there. Yeah. So him and Kevin Conroy were catching up mm-hmm. and I was just like nearby and he like lost qu- my shit. He like quickly introduced me to Michael Rosenbaum. And then yeah. they were talking about, um, I think they were talking about the actor who plays Lionel Luther. Mm-hmm. John Glover. John Glover, mm-hmm. because Kevin Conroy is also friends with John Glover. Yeah, because so he did the like, voice of Riddler in Batman, in Batman. The so they were, and plays Lionel, yeah. They, so they were talking about that. I totally forgot was, about that. Yeah, yeah. And it was it was amazing, and he was so great, and he let me take a picture with him, because I'm like, I have to, Kevin, please, I have to take one picture with you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, You yeah. know, and let me do and it he here said, in, this, no. in this green room. Absolutely no. not. He said, he said, absolutely not. He said, he said oh, of course, of course. <laughs> in the jolliest <laughs> voice ever. <laughs> of course. And then just kind of keeping that very friendly working relationship. And then I left that job, but then I started doing stuff for like DC. And then he would come by. And I remember one time I saw him on the set. And I was ready to reintroduce myself. I was ready to be like, hey, Kevin, I don't know if you, you know, but he immediately was like, Hector, hi. And wow, I was just like, that, that's incredible. That is like, 
it's indescribable yeah, to, yeah. to be like, what? You were nice enough to you remember? You meet a thousand people a day. And you mean so much to me. Right, right. And you were nice enough to be like, mm-hmm. you know, oh, yeah, I remember you. And, you know, and and um, I was like, yeah, how's, how's my boss at the agency? And he's like, mm-hmm. oh, she's great and this and this. But, um, and then, and then like in that same kind of space, I got to meet like Will Friedle, mm-hmm. who plays Terry McGinnis. Yeah. And I really talked to him about like, dude, Batman Beyond, that was another yeah, huge thing. Another but that banger. was also mm-hmm. Kevin. Yeah. And we would geek out about how amazing it was to, to you know, for him to come in and it's like, it's Kevin yeah. playing the Batman mm-hmm. and you're still a part of that world. Um, yeah. And it's like, it's it's this it's so sad because people aren't going to get to be able to meet him it's like when stan lee passed away yeah yeah yeah. of course he's an icon yeah an icon and 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 it's just the impact that those types of figures in that world kept giving to little little kids they're a little there's a little kid right now who's just starting to watch that show and they're like they're going to be into it and that's going to be their batman yeah yeah just yeah i mean i cannot say enough nice things about him Mm -hmm. i cannot say uh enough like i don't know if i get too much into it i can make myself cry i know i I see it bubbling up right now bro about it because it's bubbling up (laughs) (laughs) but but i think we we talked about it i can't remember where we we were talking about it where were we talking about just like maybe on the discord yeah we were just it was just scheduled chatting before we we didn't have a lot of like conversation about it when it happened because yeah it just feels weird to have these kind of conversations online. And I was in a comic book you know? convention in yeah, Dubai. Yeah, you were in yeah, Dubai were gone, at the yeah. point. Fucking and, baller. But people, people there were like mourning. Really? People people showed up the next day and they're like, this is why I'm wearing black today. It's because of Kevin Whoa, Conroy. Oh, that's right? crazy. Hollywood, a New York actor in the United States who played Batman. Yeah. And Worldwide. Literally Worldwide. on the opposite end of the planet. People but. were very affected by I will it. say yeah you also got recognized on the other end of the planet as well so that's pretty awesome pretty great so you pretty have nice, a good reach nice. just like Kevin Conroy <laughs> maybe maybe not as big as Kevin Conroy but you have a good reach no. out there too which is a good oh thing oh my gosh yeah. I I, yeah. I I hoped in my heart of hearts that he would yeah. come back and be the voice of Batman in that project that they were doing that was like a sequel to Batman the Animated Cape Series Crusader. Cape Crusader mm, did it, had that been announced yet who, yeah. the, who the Batman was going to be I or thought it was Kevin was Conroy it, I think so I was hoping so that I don't know they if would, he maybe had recorded everything or I was I was hoping that they were going to do a Justice League reunion mm-hmm. which is the thing they kept yeah. trying to yeah. do oh do you know what I'm saying happen. do you know yeah. what I'm saying it's yeah. like yeah, I, I was hoping that we would be able to get him for another 20 years. Yeah. 20, 30 years. I mean, we always hope that with our yeah, icons. Of so course. Like, of course. Like, we, we hope the of best course. and we want the best health, health for them. And, you yeah. know, unfortunately, life has its ways yeah. of going around. Just Jason David Frank recently passed away. Yep. The Green Ranger, right? Yep. Yep. Iconic to so, like, <clears throat> yeah. I remember fighting other kids on the playground to try to be the Green Ranger. Try to, like, pretend to be the Green Ranger yeah. when, like, you're playing Power Rangers. Yeah. So, like, yeah. you always hope and, and, and dream, but that, you know, that's just part of life. And it's it, just. And that's another case where people were sharing stories of, like, oh, he absolutely. was the nicest yeah. guy yeah. to me or to my kid or, or to my brother, my sister yeah. at mm-hmm. a convention. Just, right. like, so nice. He loved the fans yeah. so much. I mean, we yeah. interacted so with him a little bit at Hyper. Yeah, like, I, I interacted awesome. with yeah. him a little people bit. People may not know, but our previous channel yeah. was at Hyper RPG, and they had a Power Rangers TTRPG show, and right. Jason David Frank was 
a guest on that show yeah. multiple times throughout yeah. the iteration. So yeah. we yeah. would sometimes, well, I used to live there, but these guys would come and we would record yeah. stuff. I would go there just to show up so I could see. Yeah. And <laughs> just because yeah. I had no business being great. there. It like, great. it was not a day when we were filming, yeah. but I'd just be like. But it's the Green Ranger. It's oh, pretty it's awesome. awesome. It's Tommy Oliver. He's there. That's yeah, awesome. I mean, yeah. Batman the Animated Series and Power Rangers were appointment viewing for Dude, me. Those were every, back to yeah. back in the 90s. Yeah, like, literally, I would come, and I'm sure we all had this experience. We would yeah. come home from school, yeah. and the minute we get home, yeah. Batman the Animated Series was on, I think, at like four. Right. Mm-hmm. And then I think Power Ranger, there was like something in between, and then it was, I think, Power Rangers at five or something yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. Something like that. So, like, that. those shows were appointment viewing. Mm-hmm. To, yeah. And to have two. Of the people who are like such massive parts of those legacies, yeah. you know, yeah. pass away th- that closely together, it was just like it's I don't crazy. Know, it's, yeah, yeah it's, it's absolutely it's, crazy. Yeah, it's, people in yeah. their thirties all over the world were like, oh, yeah, oh no, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. yeah, so sad. And I remember um, when he was at Hyper, you know, he'd always picture, let's take a picture, group yeah, picture, yeah. like, and you know, sometimes you're like. Why does this guy want to take pictures with everybody? <laughs> and then you think about it, you're like, you know what? I'm actually like thankful for it because now yeah. I have it. You know, yeah, you don't, in the moment you don't think yeah. about it. You're like, right. I guess we can take right. a picture. But yeah. then you take it and you're like, this is actually really cool that I have right. this memory. Like you have this memory of him. Yeah. And I think it was a way for him to really connect with people yeah. without without people feeling weird because it's even happened to us where right. people feel, feel weird coming up to us and asking right. for a it's picture. It's such an icebreaker. Right? Yeah, and it's just like, if you come up to people, like if we go up to our fans and say, let's take a picture, imagine what how it's going to put yeah. them off guard. You know, yeah, like yeah, imagine yeah. what it's going to do for them. It's almost like the fan meetup. Like people yeah. expected to come up at like Comic-Con. People expected to come up and meet you mm-hmm. yeah. and it was okay to take a picture. Yeah. He did that all the time. Yeah, yeah And man. that's why people loved him so much yeah. because yeah. He, he was not only... The one of the biggest causes of stress as a kid with that five episode arc where he was the Green Ranger <laughs> and like yeah. d- he first of all he broke into a Megazord yeah unheard of yeah jumped up into a Megazord broke into it that he, was a stressful week that for was kids, stressful it was Monday bro. through Friday they yes. showed each part right and so he also broke into uh, the command center, ripped apart Alpha 5, ripped apart the whole like command center and then who knows what was happening to Zordon. Like, I didn't know stress until Tommy Oliver took this screen. To be totally honest, I didn't like Tommy Oliver at first. No, of course not. Nobody did. I mean, I know he was kind of set up as a villain, but even after that, like once he was sort of redeemed and he became part of the team, Mm -hmm. I I always liked Jason. Of course. Everybody wanted to be Jason. Yeah, everyone wanted to be Jason. Yeah. I also like really like Billy, but because everyone called, was always made fun of him, I was like, oh, I don't yeah. want to be recognized as that. Right, so right. I want to be Jason. I want to be cool. I want to be cool. I want to be the leader. And then, right. then Tommy Oliver came in. and The psychology like, of five-year-olds. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, dude. It's crazy. Tommy Oliver came in. He got Kimberly. And I was like, boo, yeah. I wanted to be with Jason. <laughs> All these things. And then the transition happened where they switched out the actors. Yeah. And then he went from the green dragon zord, yeah. the green ranger, to the white tiger ranger. To the tiger zord. And yeah. he like descended like an angel yeah. and he like landed with a dope ass gold shield dude like crispy dude. white armor and yeah. I was with like, Saba that's my dude the yeah. dagger yeah. oh my god <laughs> dude oh that was god. that was it right there from, that and then was from the there jam. on I was like I'm team Tommy yeah. all the way yeah, it, CO, was, it Turbo, was all about all that and stuff. he he when he made that change over to a good guy yeah it's crazy how like when he was a bad guy looking at his face it was just like you couldn't stand it yeah but the moment he turned good guy you're like this guy is handsome yeah this guy's yeah. got a good head yeah. on his shoulders yeah, yeah, yeah. it's just like come on man man and I like that range that 
dynamic that he gave us as kids. Like yeah. it was just, yeah. it was cool to pick up on stuff like that at yeah. such a young age, which yeah. I think it's good for like a little bit of media literacy, just like really kind of understanding story tropes Redemption, early on, all that Redemption sort of yeah. and like what elements in the story kind of stress you out. Yeah. I think that that was a really good intro for kids if they're like, you know, coming into watching movies or media yeah, or whatever. Because it was yeah. great. I know for me, I was like five, four. Yeah, I was about five. Mm -hmm. So those were really the first things that I was consistently watching every day. So that really was what kind of taught me. I didn't know it back then, but like, oh, storytelling. Oh, this thing leads to this thing, leads to that thing, especially that. That's like a five, four or five episode thing. Yeah, exactly. So it really teaches you like, oh, we're really telling like yeah, like, and then you couldn't wait for the next episode yeah. because you were wondering what was going to happen. Yep. Like, you left off on a cliffhanger where Zordon disappears from his mm-hmm. tomb, and you're just like, <laughs> "No, he should. Where'd he go? Yeah. What is going on?" <laughs> so yeah, it's uh, it's cool, oh, man. man, and it's unfortunate, and you know, it's yeah. it's it's an unfortunate part of life. Um, but I'm glad. I, I know it's kind of goofy to say but like i'm glad that we at least got to experience it like uh, we, yeah. we lived through it it was and, an important yeah. part of our lives and, and, and i think that this is what i felt when kevin passed but i think the mm-hmm. same is true with jason david frank yeah. it's like they knew that they were oh, absolutely. Loved. absolutely and that 100%. was it, it's a very comforting thought yeah. to know like okay especially because again they were in shows kind of before the internet mm-hmm. but once the internet took off and became what it was right. both kevin conroy has talked about like how surprising it was that like, oh, oh, wow. Like these kids really loved this mm-hmm. show and how much it affected them. And he's got great stories about learning how, how sort of how well liked the show was. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure that the cast of Power Rangers felt that same thing yeah. as Absolutely. the years went on. Yeah. Like then the internet became like instant feedback, yeah. instant feedback. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, think yeah. about, think about when those shows came out, there was not a lot of ways to get instant feedback on yeah. how good your show was. Ratings yep. wise, it was, that was kind yeah. of it. It and was literally it, just the ratings box. Yeah. It was ratings. And then it was, I imagine there was some sort of like feedback that they would get from people who reviewed the shows or maybe like a focus group. Yeah. That they but, had. Right. But from, but from fans, also merch, merchandise sales. Merch, yeah. Oh, yeah, merch, yeah. Like, yeah. I think, yeah. I think, yeah, I think you're right. I think merch back then yeah. was definitely mm-hmm. big. Oh, people must like it if they're buying yeah, stuff. Right. I mean, God, I had. <laughs> I had when I lived in Europe I had like these 8 to 12 uh-huh. inch figures of every Power Ranger uh-huh. wow. I had a poster on the wall yep. then when I moved back to the United States um, every Christmas I would get like one new Megazord mm-hmm. so I had like all this Super Zeo Megazord the Zeo Megazord <laughs> the Turbo Megazord so you had the classic Megazord with I the green ha- the green I didn't have that oh you Adam, did you no. were just describing the Zords that were on the shows Power when we were in Zio. our 20s bro yeah. what are you t- <laughs> What are you hey, talking man, about, bro? I got the shower remaster yeah. of MMPR. Okay. Okay. Um, but to go yeah. kind of off that point and kind of off topic to not be sad boys anymore, I've been rewatching the original Super Sentai. Oh, and cool. it's actually really good. Oh, they're awesome. Like, That's it's fun. not kid centered at all. Yeah. No, it's not kid centered. Yeah. It's, it's definitely. Um, I don't know. I don't know the demographic. Of, I would of say who would watch I would say show. it's probably more like thirteen plus. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. Like Power Rangers, Rangers I feel like thing. went like eight to thirteen. Right, mm-hmm. right. And then yeah, the original is like definitely skews more like young adult. Right. So I saw like how the Power Rangers came about, mm-hmm. and they weren't like teenagers with attitude no. that got chosen by Zordon. Yeah. They were frozen inside their capsule containers. Mm-hmm. Perfect. And Perfect. there was this like weird little like guy who came up. He's like, we need, we need your help. And then they each had, they were each representatives of a different tribe. 
that, that were like the lead warriors of their tribe that were frozen in these capsules that were almost like a break for emergency kind of things. Like mm-hmm. if Rita ever comes back, you got to break these doors down mm-hmm. and get these guys out of mm-hmm. here. And, and that's what back. it was. And that's Rita cool. came back and Rita um, would go to earth a lot more than she does in the original yeah, show. Right, so she would right, like right. come to earth and because in the show, that's all footage that you can't interact with the new actors. Right. On right. Earth. Exactly. So Rita had to stay on the moon. She had to stay yeah. on. She couldn't interact. Yeah. With yeah. The monster grow. Un- yeah. Unless there were those moments where she was directly fighting with the Rangers. Cause right. there were moments where costumes. she would, directly yeah. fight with the rangers in their yeah. costumes. Yeah. That's cool. Um, but also, it's really funny because they didn't have a monster of the week thing. Mm-hmm. So not every week was like, this monster mm-hmm. comes down, grows, yeah. they fight, mm-hmm. done. Like, there wasn't a transformation sequence in every episode. Mm-hmm. So, like, there's episodes where they're just hanging out. There's episodes where they're fighting, obviously. So it's really interesting wow. to, like, see what the what Saban brand did to the show yeah. and was able to like cut it down yeah. and then create the show where the green ranger and the red ranger are like, I mean, the green ranger is like trying to kill everybody obviously, mm-hmm. yeah. but in the original show, the green ranger and the red ranger were siblings yeah. oh. and they were jealous of each other. Yeah, yeah. And oh. that's where that altercation kind of came Interesting. from. Interesting. That so, explains why Jason and Tommy are kind of similar ish. Yeah, like, exactly. Just kind of these like brotherly. Yeah. And, you know. Yeah, exactly. Wow, so I need cool. to go and watch more of the show, but yeah. I really like it. Like it's actually pretty damn yeah. good. Yeah. I haven't seen, I haven't seen a ton of it, but from the, yeah. little, cause sometimes they'll do comparison videos on YouTube yeah. mm-hmm. where you can see the original sound Sentai mm-hmm. footage with how they changed it for M- for Power Rangers or Zeo or whatever. Yeah, it is really cool to see. It's pretty cool. Like some of the fight sequences, they use sometimes that there's like a lot more wire work. Yeah, or it's yeah. a much more intricate fighting. The styles. fight scenes are way rad by the yeah. way. The original ones. But if we're talking a lot about it, but it's on Tubi. Like if you're ever oh, interested cool. in watching, it's for free mm. on Tubi. Go and watch it. Like go compare. If you're if you want to fill your uh, your Power Ranger void in your heart, go and watch that show. Mm-hmm. Cool. Go and watch the original Mighty Morphin Power Rangers because it's really cool to watch. Like the changes on both. Yeah, yeah. It's such awesome. a rad watch. Yeah. That's awesome. That's so cool. Yeah, yeah. But no more sad boys, guys. Do we have any questions or <laughs> yeah, topics or anything that we're questions. gonna? Is there any sad news that we don't want to talk about? <laughs> I mean, how do you guys feel? How do you guys how feel much? about James Gunn and Peter Safran running DC Studios? Uh, that's actually Good. a really massive one. Really that's cool. A really, really, really massive cool. One. Yeah. I mean, I think it's a little early to tell. I feel as though he dropped that picture of like Mister Terrific. And oh, he did. Lobo. He and did. Lobo. And that's Lobo. That's right. Yeah. And um, there was some other thing too, where where oh, I think it was somebody. It was when Kevin Conroy passed, and somebody like tagged James Gunn, and he acknowledged it. And someone was like, "What does this? What does this mean?" And they were, and he was just like, "I'm just acknowledging that he was a fantastic actor, and yeah, like he right, passed away, right, and right. you know, not everything that he's tweeting is yeah. going to be some kind, you know, like, some kind of strictly DC Studios. He's, yeah, he's still some right. Kind of, he's, he's still a human being. He's still here's, just like. Here's what I like yeah. about James Gunn that I saw today. I've loved James Gunn, by the way. I yeah. think he's a fantastic choice. And we should I love say that. disclaimer. Uh, he's big. He's a big fan. No, we should say disclaimer that we, <laughs> he has have, seen our we, videos. <laughs> we have seen the holiday special. Oh, that's yes. right. We have. So before yeah. don't, it hasn't come out yet. So yeah. don't, unless well, by the time, by the time this they see out, this, it'll be, by the time oh, they see this, it'll no. come out. Yes, it'll be out. It'll be yeah. out. It'll be okay. Out. Wait, this is out on Saturday. Holiday special will be out on Friday. Oh, okay. Yeah. Just Fire away, brother. <laughs> Fire away. Spoiler. Fire away. No, this is not Fire a spoiler away. at all for the Hollywood special at all. So somebody had tweeted, a Hollywood special? Yeah, holiday it is, special. It is a, it is it a is Hollywood, Hollywood special. It's though. a holiday yeah. in Hollywood Holly, special. Holiday Hollywood special. Um, somebody tweeted, they were like, oh, Henry Cavill's contract has been renewed, blah, 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 with, yeah. like all this stuff. And yeah. he's like, first of all, 
Only two people know about this plan of what's going to happen Love forward. There's been suffering. no news yep. whatsoever of yeah. anything else. And I like the fact that he's coming out and doing that. He's always yes. been doing always that been kind doing of that. thing yeah, yeah. on yes. Twitter. Yes. But the fact that he is in this position of power, in this position of like, he is the Kevin Feige of this company. And sure. he still... I don't. I don't think he he knows or wants to be any other way. Obviously, but he still is like I'm. Still, just gonna be me. This changes nothing set about the record, me. I'm setting the record straight. Set the record right. straight. Yeah. This changes nothing about me. My attitude. What mm-hmm. I do. Like I'm gonna be still James, gonna be James Gunn, Gunn. Mm-hmm. and I'm going to be running this company, and I'm going to be running these franchises. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I love that because I love the projects he's been on. Like yeah. I feel mm-hmm. like he's been able to take projects. First of all, with the Guardians, and give them a brand new life, and give them like a really cool vibe that people totally. were digging. Right? Totally. And that was like a huge shot in the arm for Marvel when the original Guardians dropped. He made a talking tree and a raccoon work. Bro, he made it work so good. And the holiday special, no spoilers whatsoever. We loved it, though. We thought it was it, it was great. It's hilarious. It's, it's, it's a good, perfect like Christmas movie, I think. Yeah. But it's yeah. also very James Gunn. Like a yeah. thousand percent. Like he took, put as much of his personality as he could throughout the whole thing. Yep. Incredible. So now I feel like... I feel like he is, uh, he was or is still in communication with Kevin Feige, obviously, because they work so well together. Mm -hmm. I feel like they've had whole conversations of like, what would you, what would we do? Like as homies, like what would we do as homies and how can you kind of guide me or kind of like tell me what you've learned? Because it would be absolutely stupid if James Gunn did not talk to Kevin Feige and say, what can you teach me? What it's, should I look out for? What am I going to encounter in the future that yeah, I'm not going to look out for? Especially because understand. James Gunn is an, is an awesome writer and yeah, director. Yeah. So he's already the storyteller part of it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, this this new position, this job, Dude, yeah. I don't think he's ever done anything like this. Right. I don't know too many people right. who've ever done who've ever done anything mm-hmm. like it's this, except position. for maybe the folks who are like Kathleen Kennedy and that mm. team that are in charge of Star Wars right, right now. Right, right, Maybe whoever is in charge of Star Trek, the yeah. brand. Mm-hmm. Maybe Alex, uh, Kurtzman Alex Kurtzman or whoever. Yeah. And of course, Kevin Feige over at Marvel. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you're absolutely right. I'm, I'm sure or I wouldn't be surprised if he didn't yeah, it would be have odd a if combo to just be like, okay, the creative stuff I got, I've got, mm-hmm. we've got the ideas, mm-hmm. we've got the plan. But like on the flip side of that job, what are your challenges? What are exactly. your, you know, because it's yeah. not just yeah. like Kevin Feige doesn't show up and say, this is what we're doing with the Marvel Universe and leaves. Right. He's there. He's part of the process. He explains why he has to be in these big meetings where everything's kind of called for. And it's not just story and they stuff. And have Marvel it's, Parliament, too. It's Correct. He's Correct. dealing Correct. with like big rigs in the movie industry. Scheduling, moving things around on a schedule. Right. Scheduling. Now Bob like, Iger again. Oh, yeah, right. And mm-hmm. also like dealing with personalities of people who might not have the best interests of the franchise mm-hmm. in their hearts. Sure, like, sure. It's, it's, there's a lot of pol- politics involved when you get to these higher positions. Yeah. I don't think James Gunn would have taken this position if he didn't have conversations like that yeah. on the regular with Kevin Feige. Or, or wasn't, like, he's not going to be thrown by stuff now being thrown at him. Do you see what I'm saying? Right, like, right, right. Especially after they just announced they canceled Batgirl. Mm-hmm. He yeah. has to know what kind of situation that he's getting into, speaking exactly. of yeah. the politics. Exactly. Of like, yeah, yeah, who's yeah, he yeah. dealing with at Warner Brothers? Right. Who ultimately Bingo. makes calls mm-hmm. or who ultimately gets to call the shots? Who am I reporting right. to? What who does that mean? Who am I reporting to? Right, what, right, right. what is expected of me? Mm-hmm. All of that kind of stuff. I'm sure that he is like, him and Peter are 
on. Yeah, absolutely. And um, and they're both great producers. I mean, yeah. they both made mm-hmm. a bunch of great movies. Yeah, Peter really Safran, you know, Shazam. He's done a ton of stuff at Warner yeah. Brothers and yeah, all yeah. over yeah. the place. Yeah. So I was I, watching. It's all very exciting. I was man. watching this uh, documentary on the Imagineers, um, and mm. it was it's on Disney Plus, and it was about the Imagineers. You know, from the '60s all the way up until yeah. the two up until up to date, right? And there was that one moment where who's the guy before Bob Iger? Um, uh, it, uh, 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 Eisner. Oh my God, Eisner. Eisner. Yeah. yeah, Michael, Michael Eisner? Eisner. Yes, yeah. but he came in with his buddy, and his yeah. name was like Peter or something. He was also head of Warner Brothers, left head of Warner Brothers to come and be and with Disney. Eisner. Yeah. Um, and so they, when they came in, they were like a force that like, they changed the company, turned it around, mm. made it profitable, made the parks amazing. Like they did yeah. so many things. But then Peter passed away and then Peter, Peter died in like a helicopter accident or something like that, or wow. like a plane accident. I, yeah, I think you're right. And yeah. so that really hit uh eisner really yeah. hard and, and so and it wasn't yeah. the same and he yeah. didn't he didn't do that so i don't think we can uh we can wow. discount the influence of other people in in, in their lives For and sure. specifically james gunn being so close to kevin feige yeah like mm-hmm. having that i'm sure they go to lunch together they mm-hmm. like they hang out on the weekends or you know like maybe not yeah. like well, every I think weekend, James but. Gunn said that the first that the the moment that this was like announced or he was like in discussions to do it he went and talked to Kevin Feige about yeah. it I'm sure I'm sure there and was more than that conversation you, that, that yeah. story man about that working partnership and right. then how one of them tragically passed away right. like I feel like that also applies to James Gunn and Peter Safran yeah. they've been longtime yeah. buddies they yeah. have a working relationship Peacemaker was because of both mm-hmm. of them working mm-hmm. together and probably Peter going to bat for James and vice versa yeah. for a very risky I remember I interviewed for Peacemaker I interviewed Peter Safran and kind of was like how did this happen and he was yeah. sort of like we went to James with do you have any ideas for anything and mm-hmm. and he was kind of working on the Suicide Squad and mulling it over and then came back and was like actually this and mm-hmm. because of COVID wrote all eight episodes like yeah. this really interesting and then I think Peter went back to Warner Brothers and went this is what we have this is what we want to do yeah so that's also a really that's a working relationship I'm very excited to see yeah, what yeah. Comes absolutely of, I, I think I think that's I think that's a good way to go about stuff is is yeah. having somebody to bounce ideas off of somebody mm-hmm. who you trust yeah somebody who is not exactly like you because that right. turns into an mm-hmm. echo room like yeah, you yeah. gotta have dissonance you gotta be mm-hmm. able to but dissonance into where like you both know what direction you're working in mm-hmm. all the time mm-hmm. and so hopefully they have that kind of working relationship mm-hmm. with like you know what's funny is with feige just chilling in the back yeah. going like go boys, go, I, boys. Got <laughs> I got you it's funny is because i think we were talking about this last night with like um um, the creators of Avatar, the last airbender, mm-hmm. right. You know, and that this kind of dynamic between, between two working creators yeah. and creatives yeah. and mm-hmm. sort of what mm-hmm. each one of them brings to the table. I feel like in that situation, Peter might be the one who's a little bit more chill. Right. And James Gunn right. might be the one who's a little bit more like, let's like, wacky, yeah. like, you know, so I'm like, maybe, <laughs> reel it in. maybe reel Peter it in. is, is yeah. reeling it in. And maybe yeah. he's like, like, when are okay, we going to okay. see plastic men's 10 foot dong? Yeah. Like, <laughs> That kind of thing. Peter's yeah. like, I don't think we could do that. Like, bro, I don't know, man. I don't, know, I don't know. Maybe too much. <laughs> Love yeah. the enthusiasm. Yeah. yeah, and I think that's, that's I think ultimately what excites me about that relationship, because we've talked about it, it's really hard to find a Kevin Feige, someone who yeah. understands the material, the source material so incredibly well, but at the same time has had a lot of experience producing or being a yes. producer on movies, yeah. right. which is what Kevin Feige's job was. He was a massive fan of the comic books. But he also worked as like an associate producer or a co-producer, all kinds of different producing positions throughout the years for the Donners. Yep. So that yep. really like prepped him and primed him to understand the business aspect of it mm-hmm. and the creative aspect of it. Right. But if you're James Gunn, 
you're not necessarily getting into the industry to also produce. Like a lot of times if you're a writer director, you want to find someone who you can be like, here's my hundred page script, go get me money. Right. Right. right, And then you turn it over, you know, to somebody else. But I think like you're saying, because he's worked with Feige for so many years and he's also started producing more things and being an executive producer, you learn some of those skill sets and then you amplify that with someone like Peter Safran, who is extra talented at that. Yeah. Yeah. So that way you can be like, okay, I have a little bit of that producer know-how. So when we have dialogue about how do we do this logistically, right? You have more of sort of the information and you have like the greater knowledge about all of this, Mm -hmm. but I still understand Mm -hmm. on a basic level what you're talking about. Right. Exactly. And then creatively, you know, I'm sure Peter Safran has been in rooms where he's like, absolutely, you know, hearing ideas and pitching things himself. Like that's really common and I, normal in the industry. I don't think this partnership is an accident at all. Obviously, yeah. like yeah. these guys Very, are clearly, yeah. We don't know what the interview process was like. We don't know, you know, how they finally made the decision. Right. So, you know, well, and we'll never I'm know. I'm pretty that. sure David Zaslav was going to give the job to whoever the fuck was going <laughs> to take it. I'm pretty sure. You got a ten-year plan? So, I got you, baby. <laughs> I'm pretty yes. sure that dude was asking anybody on the line. Yeah, yeah but <laughs> the new PA do? guy that just got hired. Hey, knocking. Hey, what on do you know about Superman? Knocking on the water tower, like, yeah. are yeah. any maniacs in there? Will <laughs> you do it? Hey, where you at? Where you at? Going to the museum to the sorting hat. Who should run DC Studios? Please. I want to buy more Patagonia vests. He goes. He goes up to the Superman statue and like bumps him. He's like, yeah. "Hey, hey, hey who, God, who do you need? Who do you want to work? Who with? do you want? Yeah. Which one of these you, guys?" You just see a guy standing in the middle of Burbank where the AMC is, yeah. just talking to a statue of Batman. And you're like, "Who is that? Is that David <laughs> Zaslav? Yeah. It's so weird." He's taking meetings with people, and he's like, "Okay, what the hell is Earth One and Earth Two? Yeah, what is What's this? Earth Prime? What is what? this? What, is this? what in Square Earth is what this? Does DC stand for? <laughs> Somebody told me it was." Detective Comics? Detective that comics? doesn't make any sense. Detective Comics? Comics? DC what? Comics? I thought and it was Washington, D.C. Listen, they came from Washington. Zaslav, I'll stop making fun of you once you uncancel Batgirl. Yeah, That's the plan. Yeah. All right? Oh, so man. This is the clown <laughs> on Zaslav five I'm minutes. A, you're going to keep... I'm going to knock you down a peg. <laughs> One more thing I want to say about yeah. James Gunn, to his credit, he is a guy that got fired and unfired from Disney. Yeah. So you know mm-hmm. he knows the politics games. He sure. knows. You know sure. he knows how to talk to people, how to present his case. Like mm-hmm. as, as much as we see him as like the crazy kooky, you know, fun stuff creator, he mm-hmm. definitely has that like business mind of yeah. like, this is what I need to do to make things right, which is, right. I think is great. And it's not like he even needed to make things right. Cause everybody, everything was already right. It, right. To begin it, with. It, it, yeah. It but was, it was, yeah. it was that weird social media storm where people yeah. jumped the gun and no literally, intended. uh, <laughs> literally jumped the gun and it was, it was unfortunate, but the fact that, how many of us have ever been unfired? You've never right. been unfired. You've never been nope. unfired. Nobody well, has ever uh, been unfired. No. Well, then no. you guys go back. To work for the company, after? yeah, but that yeah. was not an unfiring. Okay, that okay, was like yeah. we're desperate. Please come back. Right, like, right, it wasn't. Right. It was. Like, we laid you off, and now we have. It work. wasn't like yeah. fuck. We missed these guys. Let's right, bring them back. Right, no, right. it wasn't Good that. Point. We're so um, desperate. Right. Can you work every day for the rest of your <laughs> for life? The rest of your life, please. Um, but to be able to do what he did, obviously, we don't know the details of what happened. Yeah. Sure, but the fact that he was able to do that, and not even just do that like come back and say i'm gonna finish my franchise Mm -hmm. everything's gonna be cool Mm -hmm. like no bad blood with whoever did Mm -hmm. this and 
to play even those kind of office politics, I think is just as important as the creative aspect that he yeah. is in charge of at this point. This is why I think he's a good leader because yeah. he's got experience in all of this stuff and he's going to have to be a good leader mm-hmm. and he's got everything on his side basically. So I'm just like, yeah. cool. We got the crazy guy who's not afraid to do something like Peacemaker, which is a, a good, a, I think a good direction, yep. a direction yep. you can take DC in. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, and he can also do Disney stuff mm-hmm. like the holiday right. special, right. And like, right, right. you know, very like all audiences kind of kind yeah. of situation so and I think to that he's point got everything. it makes me excited because they've talked about how they want to create some sort of like cohesion between live action animation television that would be right. rad. and I'm like that that's, be rad. that's really cool and James Gunn just like you yeah. just said yeah. he is that guy who he's could guy. because he understands all the tones yeah. and he's not something... afraid to play in exactly that. Mm-hmm. he's not afraid to embrace something that's more R rated yeah. like mm-hmm. the Suicide Squad or Peacemaker mm-hmm. but also can do something like Guardians of the Galaxy right. fuck Scooby Doo yeah. he can do right. Scooby Doo Yep. Mm-hmm. So he yep. can make the yep. most kid-friendly animated live-action TV mm-hmm. show, whatever movie. But then he can also go back the other way and be like, Pe- "Peacemaker season two, yeah. it's gonna get dark, <laughs> it's and gonna get crazy, crazy." Yeah. And yeah. you're like, "Cool, like man! That. Like, I, like I, I trust you yeah. that you can yeah. do all of those things." Yeah. So I'm interested to see not only the future stuff that we don't know about, which, by the way. It felt so nice, and I hate throwing people under the bus, but it felt so nice when the rap wrote this whole thing of like, here's what here's what we're hearing is happening. And James Gunn was like, like you were saying, mm-hmm. nobody knows our plan. Nobody Just knows. me and Peter awesome. Safran. Shut your awesome. mouth. Shut Everybody your at Warner mouth. Brothers awesome. Discovery isn't going to find out for another two months. Right. So anything yeah. else you hear is bullshit. Yeah. And I'm like, it's all bullshit. Thank you. Thank yeah. you so much for coming out and saying yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. So I love that yeah. transparency. And again, like I, and I know that we're kind of like, not unique, but we are in that minority of people that we're like, I don't need to know everything that you're doing tomorrow. No. Mm-hmm. Give me a little bit here. Give me a little mm-hmm. bit there. If you're going to make mm-hmm. a cool presentation at Comic-Con, awesome. Mm-hmm. So it, it's so nice to just see him be transparent at all on the internet right, right, about right. what they're doing. I think it's really, really cool. But yeah, I yeah. mean, if they're able to find a way to create some sort of path that can include everything mm-hmm. i mean we know he loves animation yeah. we know he loves tv and like we know he loves all of that yeah. stuff and he's just a creator yeah who likes to make things that that people can enjoy i love that it makes me excited to see how he how they create a plan that may or may not incorporate things that are already coming out and have mm. have come out mm. mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. you know that includes things like you know aquaman the flash movie yeah superman and lois mm-hmm. you know the batman universe the joker stuff like what kind of role is that going to play mm-hmm. but then also what are you guys doing to i guess i don't know to continue telling the story of an interconnected universe mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. may potentially include henry cavill yeah maybe ben affleck will be back we don't know yeah uh, it's 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 kind of an exciting time so yeah. I, I'm I'm hoping, looking forward to that. Maybe there will be something at Comic Con in Hall H. We'll see. Oh, and, uh, next year. Yeah, it'd be cool because you know there's always been these questions of like, what's Warner Brothers doing? Right now, well, we can have something to look forward James to. James Gunn doesn't watch this show. He might. But cheers to you, James Gunn. Yeah. To all of your I'm success. Sorry. What's the, I'm out of beer, but I'm still going to cheers to you anyway. Me too. Glug, 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 Thankful glug. for you. Thankful for you. <laughs> He's watched our reaction Thankful videos. for you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> is there any other news topics or should we move on to fan uh, questions? Does anyone have any thoughts about Bob Iger rejoining Disney? Oh, my God. I have lots of thoughts. <laughs> and you're going to have to bleep out. Yeah. Um, because I don't have good things to say about Chapek. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> I don't he, have a lot of good things. To yeah, say about that was JPEG. a that whole thing was a real bummer. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, I will say the shittiest thing he did to me personally 
was make me walk after a 12-hour day at Disney when the tram was not running mile and a, half. a mile and a half back to the parking lot, bro. What wow. the fuck? And wow. you did that for almost a year. You made people, tired-ass people walk. Wait, why? How come? Did you, you weren't, you didn't get your pass at that point. Yeah. Oh, what the, trams, the trams were trams running. The were not running. But people were still parking at the lot. So you were able to walk from the parking lot sure, down, sure, sure. The, down yeah. the path sure, where the trams sure. drive. Like the amount of parents wow. you would see carrying kids. Why? Dude. Because the, nobody knows. Nobody for the cutting costs I mean, for the tram. Didn't want to hire people. I think people. initially they said it was uh, for COVID reasons. Bullshit. Uh, Bullshit. I'm like, you can limit Bullshit. how many people Because they on. were stuffing yeah. people into the haunted mansion with right. no reserve. Right. You did not care what yep. was happening right. on yep. the tram. Yep. Right. Did not care That's what was crazy. happening on the tram. Yeah. Bullshit. And right now, I love Disneyland. I have an annual pass. I'm not going to lie. If mm-hmm. But right now, it feels like a money suck and a merch like mm-hmm. pick up place yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. there's some cool merch i'm not gonna lie but at the same time that's not what i go to disneyland for mm-hmm. i go to you know i go to disneyland to really enjoy the rides and yeah. have some escapism and just like just hang out you yeah. know like enjoy it as, <clears throat> enjoy it as, as much I mean, as i can look a big red flag i think you know we can all agree on this is when chapik had comments that were Something in, in in the realm of like animation is not for adults. It's for oh kids. my yeah, god, yeah. that like, was. Did you hear that one? I'm like, dude, you heard. Do you that realize? One. That one. Do you realize what the the age demographic that goes to your park? Do you realize yeah. what Disney did yeah. in the 90s? Yeah. Do you realize yeah. what Disney did in the 60s and yeah. 70s and yeah. in the 20s and 30s? Like, yeah. this whole company was based on animation. Yeah, bro. yeah, based yeah. off animation, yeah. and you're <sighs> dissing and. Oh, that made me so mad. That made me so mad. So my my hope is that, you know, we obviously don't know what the relationships are like inside of the company, but I do hope that for Marvel, for Star Wars, for all these other brands that kind of exist for 20th century, all these brands and companies that exist within Disney, that the relationships are better and stronger, that we potentially can get more, you know, different types of films and shows. It's so weird because like this position is so powerful in the Mm -hmm. world that it's almost like a president of a country. Almost. Not elected. Yeah. Yeah. So it's so, so I like how much, I like how angry people were getting it, that Bob. Yeah. And with Iger coming back, I'm like, all right, let's keep that same energy. We got to hold him accountable. If he messes up, let's hold this dude accountable. He had a few mess ups, but for the most part, he did really well. Mm-hmm. Sure. He he opened Shanghai Disney, which mm-hmm. apparently was a massive success. Mm-hmm. That's a big undertaking. Like, mm-hmm. you guys should go watch that Imagineers documentary. I think I've, I've seen, seen it. it. The okay. Imagineering story. I need to rewatch, re-watch it. Yeah. It's good. really good. But like going back and seeing what Iger did for the company, I think was yeah. really impressive. Star Wars and Marvel. Um, Star, he yeah. bought Star Wars, bought yeah. Marvel. Like yeah. he brought this. I remember when I first got my annual pass, going to Disneyland felt yeah. really special. Yeah, and that was in the Iger period, and hey, I didn't real talk. know. Yeah. Iger, yeah. real talk, he messed up John Carter. So was that I got Iger beef with him? Was yes, that it Iger? was. Twenty twelve, baby. Yes, it was. Yes, it was. It was. It was Bob yeah, Iger. Bob Iger was there. Yeah. yeah, and that made him go like, "Well, we can't do sci-fi. Let's just buy Star Wars. I we see, can't do, you know. Okay, yeah. we so, can't. Yeah, all right. There you go, I, Iger. All right. We're gonna call you all out right. on your shit yeah. too, bro. All right. I mean, I, I know we have mixed feelings about the acquisition of Fox as well. Yeah. Right, right, yeah. right. You know, yeah. and 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 yeah, there's I can't remember. Oh no, it was about Disney. Mm-hmm. There was like there was an article. I didn't get a chance to read it, so I don't know. I think it's an opinion piece, but it was the headline said something to the effect of basically Iger prepping 
at Disney sale to Apple. And I'm like, oh, God, no. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. God, no. Uh-huh. No, we don't uh-huh. need to do yeah. this. Yeah. Uh-huh. Just stop. We don't need to have all these companies like doing Merging all and this. selling yeah. each other. And yeah, the yeah, only yeah. one that came out recently that I was like, I understand was Atomic Monster and Blumhouse. Oh, right. Which is James Wan's company and uh, Jason Blum's company. Sure. Okay. Those are much smaller production studios mm-hmm. that are very niche that are only, not only, but mostly only about horror. Yeah. And they have a distribution deal with, with Universal. So like those right. types of things. I'm like, I look at that a little bit differently. Mm-hmm. It's it's a hundred percent different because it's mega conglomerate companies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That fucking Disney tried to buy out and copyright the word "Day of the Dead" mm-hmm. before, like they were the thinking audacity. about audacity, the, 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 the caucasity, the caucasity, of that. bro, caucasity <laughs> to try to buy out a company. Yeah. Uh, yeah. uh, That's uh, why you need culture. brown people on your board. That's exactly. why you need them exactly. in the room to be like, um. Excuse me. But it didn't battle. happen, which yeah. was great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I and, mean, and then who after knows that, after they got that. dragged, that's when they went out and they're like, can we hire a, <laughs> a, like, a like a like a um, culture, you know, sort of mm. like committee to kind of help us do this right? And then yeah. that helped make the movie Coco better. That so. They hired Jorge Alcaraz. Yep. I don't know if you guys know him, yep. but he was, so he drew a famous, uh, he's a, car, a caricaturist mm-hmm. and he drew a famous piece called Muerto Mouse. Mm-hmm. And it was oh, a giant yeah. dead Mickey, like with giant fangs mm-hmm. and like he's this half skeleton, grotesque Mickey, like gigantic, just stomping over like indigenous Mexican people. And it said Muerto Mouse coming to like, you know, like cannibalize your culture or mm-hmm. something like that. So mm-hmm. those kind of things and that kind of pushback, I think, is, is really important. And, uh, you know, obviously we're not going to let bullshit fly even from Iger at mm-hmm. this point right. just because All he's right. here. But also... He's only here for two years. Yeah, it's temporary. Interesting. It's only a two-year thing. He's here to basically clean camp with um, mm-hmm. Disney Plus mm-hmm. and find the successor for whatever they're, mm-hmm. they want to do in the future. So He old, bro. He old. Don't wow. fuck it up, bro. Wow. Don't fuck yeah. it up. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. So kick rocks, Chapek. <laughs> yeah. I'm bitter about Tell that. Tell us how guy. you really feel, bro. Should have been, uh, should have been more direct and clear about like where the, where the funds were going to in Florida, yeah. dude. Yeah, you what'd you say you about Florida? You got to defend your gay employees, man. Come on. Come huh? on, man. Come on. You bad messed up. Bad boy. No, done messed bad up, bad boy. Let's get to fan questions. Okay. I'm, I'm just, this is just going to send me spiraling. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Fan questions. <laughs> First mad. question from SuperDude95. <laughs> hey, homies. What are some of your fondest holiday memories? Oh, go watch our first Chexicans holiday ex- episode. We have some pretty good ones oh, yeah, there. We was like right Enough around said. Halloween, wasn't it? Yeah, no, no, no. We, uh, Last year? But do I have any other ones that I can share? Um... Somebody in the comments wants to do a link to that original episode. Yeah, somebody in the comments can go. link that to that because we talked about it for like an hour. Yeah, but it's all family time. Like yeah. it's just getting to spend time yeah. with your family. I think I think we all can agree that that's yeah. really what yeah. holidays are for. But yeah, yeah, yeah. the good stuff. We go into details in that last episode. Mm-hmm. It's true. So it's get true. It. Uh, next question. Unless you have something. No. Okay. From Chris Williamson, what's up, homies? I just want to begin by saying that I'm actually quite thankful for coming into this community this year. I've been a fan of the channel as well as past work you guys have been involved with, but I truly feel like I have gotten to know you and many members of the Heroes Reforged community this past year. The community you guys have built online has been a wonderful place for positive fans from diverse backgrounds to feel welcomed and appreciated, and I I cannot thank you enough for that. That being said, what would you say has been the one thing that has happened within the community over the past year that you are thankful for? Oh, we kind of hit this already a little bit. I thought he was going to say, that being said, Said, what's the one thing that's happened in the community that fucking pissed you Who's off? Who's the worst <laughs> member of this community? No, I'm just kidding. Uh, in the community, I feel like I, I, I think what was really cool is watching 
people come together on Twitter and form like little friend groups mm-hmm. yeah, sure. around sure. us. Yeah. And, and we called them out in the last episode, which is great. But yeah. there's there's tons of people like uh, like other people who we didn't mention, like D in Colorado, mm-hmm. yeah. like Oscar. What's the name? Oscar last name? Lopez, I think. He brought us those hot sauces. Yeah. And pan dulce at the mm. fan meetup. Mm. We ate the pan before you 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 got. You're it. too was, late, bro. I yourself. was I was had COVID. In, yeah. In, oh, that's oh, right. That's, that's right. right. <laughs> we did have COVID. That's right. But we do have a hot sauce for you. Do yeah. you like hot sauce? Yeah. Do you eat hot sauce? Yeah. Oh, dude. He brought some of the dopest hot sauce. Mm, good. Mm, dopest good. hot sauce. So yeah. I feel like um, seeing these little pockets of of people who are our fans. And what's cool is that they don't center their conversations around us. It's just like no, they become not. Yeah. they become friends and fans. And even it's, if they're yeah. not friends in real life, they'll like c- connect. Yeah. And I think cool. that's a that's a big plus of our community. And I feel like yeah. we didn't set out to form this kind of community. Yeah. We we are those kinds of people. Yeah. And yeah. those are the kinds of people who we like to hang out with and like yeah. be around. And so it just makes sense that those are the people who follow us. Yeah. This is something that I've noticed and I don't think it's been exclusive to this year. I think, but I do think it's been happening more and more and more and more, especially ever since heroes reforged. Yeah. We've, we don't, we, in the past, we never really put on blast, like we're Mexican or we're Czech or, mm-hmm. you know, we're this or whatever. But I think be- specifically because this podcast is called Chexicans, mm-hmm. I think a lot of people have seen that and been like, oh, these are my people. Right. Mm-hmm. And I feel right. like mm-hmm. on right. social media, people talk about their Mexican cultures yeah. or their Czech culture, or even if it's not Czech or Mexican, and they talk right. about literally any other country they're from, if they're from Japan or mm-hmm. from China or from wherever. Mm-hmm. So I feel like we have had an opportunity. We talk about superhero stuff all the time, mm-hmm. but we also get to now learn about other cultures mm-hmm. through people in our community yeah. who yeah. talk, if we're like, Oh, for what's something that you guys had in Prague that you loved? We had this food, right? Oh, we have right. something similar to that. So, you know, we get to like learn right. That's mm-hmm. cool. about food and culture and how like they do holidays. different. I love that so much. But also how people across the planet experience the fandoms themselves. Yes. Right. Like, yeah, so, sure. so right. today, today on hive, I put out a, a, a post and I was like, Hey, I want to build a strong Latino community yeah. here on hive. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, tag, first of all, I'm going to follow you if you're a Latino creator and you post and tag yourself here. Mm-hmm. But I want you to follow another, at least one other Latino creator on here, just so we can like kind of have a little, a little net. But what I didn't expect was the amount of Star Wars people that it's all Star Wars people. It's yeah. just like all Star Wars creators. Yeah, they got and I was like, hive. Yeah. the grip that Star Wars has on Mexicans nuts is just yeah. like crazy, bro. It's like true. Arturito true. and C3PO and, uh, C3 and just yeah. like Star Wars has a grip on the Latino community. Mm-hmm. And, it's, and I was like, this is all Star Wars people. This is nuts. Mm-hmm. And so like it's very different from, you know, here where you would expect like a little bit more Marvel. Mm-hmm. or like mm-hmm. anywhere else in the world might have different fandoms that yeah. you know that people are attached to mm-hmm. and so that's just one that i noticed i'm like that's, that's cool. cool like that's cool there's a giant mega latino star wars community that are diehards about yeah. this stuff mm-hmm. and so that it's just cool. it's just an interesting observation that i made so hopefully that post you know goes well further along as it yeah. goes mm-hmm. <laughs> you got one no okay. no <laughs> favorite i mean just if you've noticed anybody, yeah, I, if, if you've noticed. I, I have always noticed since we've started doing stuff when yeah. we happen to come across some negativity, mm. other people in our community, oh, fans will that's recognize, huge. Yeah. Fan, that's like huge. names I'll know and recognize yeah. will kind of show up and be like, hey, right. we don't want that here. Mm-hmm. Or that's rude or that's inappropriate yeah. or yeah. this is why that's, you know. And it's great because it, it I think it it's 
one less thing that you, the three of us would kind of have to go and engage in right, or worry right, about right. necessarily. Cause we don't have like a, what's the word? Like a community manager. Mm, we, we don't have don't a social have media that. manager. No, we, we have, have we have mods yeah. Yeah. in our discord and that's awesome. Right. And that's super helpful. But, um, just anytime that happens, it's, yeah. that's beautiful. It makes my day. I think, great. honestly, I think that's kind of like the backbone of the community at this mm-hmm. point, because people understand now, mm-hmm. like the message in the community that they're a part of mm-hmm. and they don't want it ruined. Mm-hmm. Right. That's right. fucking awesome. Like right. that's really, really cool. So yeah. Yep. yeah. Shout out to everybody Your- in the community for being dope and, you know, Hell letting yeah. us do what we do. Jack Lim, you ask, hello, homies. What is the likelihood you will be rewatching Daredevil? I think the three seasons mm. plus Defenders will be great before the new series. Thank you for the great content and keep up the great job. I Listen. am the completionist. So when you say, I think the three seasons and Defenders, I'm like, well, what about Jessica Jones season right. one? That That's takes place of, before yeah. Defenders. Uh-oh. What about Luke Cage yep. season one? That takes place before Defenders. Listen. And yes, what about Iron Fist? That takes place before Defenders. That and show then, doesn't you know, exist. Um, and that all of those not exist. And all those shows got a season two. <laughs> here, here's what I will say. <laughs> yeah, we can do Daredevil uh-huh. if we're not going to do any. We can do whatever you want. Yeah. If you don't want us to do anything else, <laughs> basically, like you want us to do Daredevil, it's, cool. We're it, not doing Last of Us. It, we're not doing any cool right, shows that are it, coming it out. Might, that, that would be like a later down that. When does the show come out? It doesn't come out until uh, 2024. Yeah. Or is it 2023? Oh, I think Dare, it's late next year. Daredevil. Yeah. Born yeah. Again. Born Again comes yeah. out 2023. Yeah, I think it's like fall, winter next year. Jesus. Don't forget, sure? we still have to do Stranger Things. Oh, absolutely. Like, we have so, to do all the- <laughs> I, I, I consider All of Stranger Things. I can't believe that still hasn't been spoiled for <laughs> I, us. I could, yeah, yeah. I consider the the Netflix Marvel stuff as like something I would actually like to go back and rewatch Absolutely. or watch yeah, with yeah, you guys, yeah. but it is lower priority on the scale. I mean, we're also That's doing it. some cool stuff like the X Men. I think is gonna yeah. once X Men ninety seven and the movies start coming out or whatever mutant type things they sure, have sure, sure. as planned. Sure, I think a lot more people are gonna go back and enjoy those videos that we sure. created. Yeah. Um, but like I. I I I think we have to find that balance of mm-hmm. like cool thing appointment watching that we do week to week mm-hmm. and, and cool like cool um, things that people legacy like thing yeah. or what's the word like archive yeah thing exactly or whatever the, yeah. yeah I agree yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely so it's just, that's we, gotta happen people are excited about our 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 uh, what's it called the four um, Jesus Christ not Great. season four the Marvel fucking Marvel oh, phase four. Marvel Jesus. Phase four. Oh, no. right, right, right. Marvel right, right, Jesus. Right. Yeah. yeah. Marvel Jesus. Marvel, <laughs> the phase four, like yeah. people yeah. got so hyped you know, to, to hear that we could potentially be doing that. So like, that's all stuff. Oh, yeah, and, we did talk about that in the video. Yeah. And to kind of like, you know, assure people that like, we're talking about all sure. this stuff. Sure. Yeah. It's all and, stuff and that we'd like to do. A little behind the scenes. I feel like we kind of, plan everything out about a yeah. month in advance our shooting schedule Even more than that man. and if it, if something doesn't line into that mm-hmm. uh, keeping in mind we also have to keep somewhat flexible because oh we got a screener for this right oh yeah, we got right, a screening right, right. to like go today to. we just we're got invited to avatar we're like oh it's a shooting day so we got to move some stuff around you know right, that type right, of thing. Right. but i think that uh i feel like we have all of december mapped out and well, here, we're also taking breaky breaks, bro. That's also. true, but yeah. that's part of the mapping out. Yeah. And I'm sure everybody watching would be like, "Good, you guys yeah. should take a break." But I'll also like say this very uh, confidently: we're not going to get to Star Trek stuff until next year, right? Right. But it's on the docket. It's, on the it's docket. just about yeah. figuring out, you know, what is the priority because it's mm-hmm. the like exactly like you said. So I would also feel like, uh, honestly, because I think that there's stuff there's there's value in going back and rewatching Jessica Jones and Luke yeah, Cage I agree 100% right? and Daredevil season 2 and yep. you know that I would almost want to wait until Daredevil Born Again 
then we do that show. And then when that's over, mm-hmm. we mm-hmm. go back into Daredevil season one. Take our time. Yeah, I agree. Then Jessica Jones season mm-hmm. one. Take our time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Then Daredevil season two. That's where it comes in. The only you know issue. I'm, you know, like, I agree. I'm fine with that. The I'm only issue that. is yeah. that fitting other stuff into that that's equation is also it. the tough part yeah, as well. That's it. You know, like, yeah, there's just so many things that mm-hmm. we could potentially watch. We still got to do House of Dragons, guys. Like, I know. We're still just so so, so I want to. I want to officially say. Cabinet of curiosities. We have, <laughs> we have things that we have like committed to, and it's actually in our schedule. Yeah. We have things that we have verbally discussed, like, and yeah. I'll count the Daredevil yeah. Netflix stuff as like we would like to get to it at some point. Yeah. And then we have stuff that's like. Um, we should not say yes to this and we need to stop. <laughs> yeah. We need to stop saying we're going to do new stuff. Yeah. I know. Until I know, we really get to a, a kind of a filming. lull. You, of like, you mentioned oh, yeah. one yeah. a couple weeks ago and I was like, I don't know where we're going to fit this in. Yeah. Yeah. Uh huh. Well, yeah. Don't say it because people no, are going to expect us to watch it. Now. Maybe they'll forget. Well, <laughs> maybe we'll just slip in an updated well, it's, graphic. It's, it's not some, one that, yeah, it's definitely not one we mentioned live. Okay. Okay. All right. But, but yeah, it's, you know, we want to give you content. Yeah. Just, you know, I mean, like, Never mind. I'm not going to say yeah. that. No. Just, just drop it. No. Next question. Yeah. Next question. Yeah. Next question. Shelby Fielding asks, hey guys, was wondering if there was someone who changed your philosophy on stories. For me, I came to nerd culture later in life because of a repressive conservative upbringing. Mm. But upon falling in love with stories again, I went through a snobby and elitist phase and pushed my nerdy stuff away. <laughs> then I discovered Fat Man Beyond, a podcast hosted by Kevin Smith and Mark Bernardin, we, we where Mark wrote well. story in a way that showed me the level of talent behind these works of genre. Mm-hmm. I fell back in love with genre and became a writer, and I'm currently working on a Best of Fat Man Beyond essay nice. that I hope Mark and Kevin will read and enjoy. Cool. Nice. Anything similar for you guys? Sorry for the long story. P.S., Hector was also name dropped on an episode of Clark Wolf. Always nice when there's a crossover. Thanks, guys. I Heck love that. Yeah. Clark you know Wolf, what? good friend of the show, Clark Wolf. I think because Clark Wolf, because she had a podcast and I did it once where we talked about Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. We want to talk about the history of Disney. Yeah. And I feel like in that episode, I brought so much of like the history of how that movie got made yeah. and how it's like this amazing accomplishment. Mm-hmm. And I think it kind of changed her perspective on that movie mm-hmm. and animation as a whole. So I feel like maybe that's why she would bring up my name as like, because I think I talked about Snow White and then the Iron Giant is like mm. my two kind yeah, of yeah, bookends yeah, yeah. of, um, that's a great question. I think that, man, excellent, excellent question. Conan O'Brien changed my philosophy on comedy because I kind of didn't really know. I, I, I was a fan of comedy at like a surface level and a fan of Conan and the late night with Conan O'Brien and then mm-hmm. you got the tonight show and then, you know, but then hearing a lot of his interviews and stuff and mm-hmm. with like him talking about his, his, his philosophy, great. Like I was like, he's not oh. that, that Conan character. He's such an right. interesting person to talk and to. I, and yeah. I really vibed with like his, his outlook on life yeah, yeah. and yeah. what comedy was to him and stuff. So that yeah. was somebody who, who did that for me. But, um, I really like hearing, um, a great take on a movie and then I go, oh, huh, mm-hmm, okay. Yeah. Like, I didn't, I remember when we were talking about Wakanda Forever, it was like there were, we started discussing like um, the fact that there is so much connectedness between like African-American or black culture and Latino culture. Mm-hmm. And then there's Afro-Latinos yep. and that whole, and I was like, I think that's what the movie's about. Mm-hmm. And I felt like I was like, we were kind of right on the, yeah. you know, the edge, edge of, of like, it. of, of really getting into like the, the, the 
the good stuff. I love mm-hmm. hearing about that kind of thing. I just can't think of any specific examples. Sorry, put me on the spot. <laughs> <laughs> Clark Wolf's great. Clark Wolf made me. Clark Wolf made me like the Scream movie more. Scream, oh, really? Scream franchise because she yeah. yeah. she goes to bat for those and she breaks down why they're so great. Yeah, and I'm like, yeah. yeah. I mean, okay. I'm gonna say you guys. You changed my mind on Fast and Furious. Friend, Thank well, both you. of you guys changed my mind. He changed on my mind on Halloween. Yeah, yep. absolutely. Yep. Well, I yep. wouldn't have given Halloween a second chance. Yep. You guys also changed my mind on Superman, Superman, sure. and Captain America. Sure. Oh. Because you, and you I, changed my mind on Lord of the Rings. Yeah, of course. Done. Man. We're each other's heroes. I mean, I just made you. I <laughs> just made you. Right. I just reforged. made you right. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> no, but like, I think that's. I think. Yeah. There hasn't. So before we started doing any of this, I also did not explore my comic book background yeah. like in high school yeah it's really funny i i i talk i interact with people who i went to high school with and they didn't know that i was into comic books because we didn't talk about it like secret yeah. shame. it was it was kind of like a secret shame nobody yeah. thought it was cool like yeah. i remember coming coming to, to school on mondays or tuesday mornings because monday night raw had just happened and bros were just like oh my god did you see the rock did you see this like they were just everything was about monday night raw and i was like i don't watch monday night yeah. Raw, you guys like i was sitting at home like drawing venom or like you know like listening to hip-hop or like whatever like that wasn't what i was about yeah and so i repressed my comic bookness for mm-hmm. a really really long time and it mm-hmm. wasn't until like we started having our conversations at work where I was just like, Oh, I forgot. I knew all this stuff. Like I forgot. Mm -hmm. I was really, really into all of this stuff. And it always just came like bubbling up. Like it's just been waiting, like just sitting there. Yeah. And so I, I don't feel like my media or my, like uh, my ideas really developed until we started talking about this stuff. Cause I, obviously I enjoyed fandoms. I like stuff, but I wasn't like die hard about anything. Mm -hmm. I feel, I might feel the same too, man. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah. It's us getting together, talking stuff out. Absolutely. And then doing that additional research, you know, like, yeah. Well, I remember talking to you before, Hector, and I remember trying to bring up like news topics or like other things that weren't comic book. Mm -hmm. And you'd be like, nah, man, I just want to talk about comic book. Just like brushing it off. You know what? But now you're like the most activist. Like, Uh, (laughs) I want to go back to the guy I was. That's what I'm (laughs) going to do. But I'm just saying that like- like, Is there any news stories you want to talk about? I'm like, (laughs) nope. I just want to talk about- I think Black it's Panther. part of I think it's part of growth though. I think it's yeah. part of being like a well-rounded person that sure. like you now you understand how like comics were influenced by, by real, real life yes. events yes. and like politics. you know how politics yep. but also like cultures and things mm-hmm. like that really came into play and in like everything yeah. that totally. we love it's all totally. interconnect, inter- interconnected which a lot of people who like hate our stuff don't understand either. Yeah. It's just like where they say get your politics out of Star Wars I'm like bro you don't understand this whatsoever. Yeah. <laughs> that yeah. that is also going back to this kind of question. Yeah. Is a a huge part of the reason that I have fully committed and doubled down on why I love genre stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right? Dramas and 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 um documentaries and all that stuff is great. Mm-hmm. But I will always prefer the movie where it's like okay but does someone have superpowers? Yeah. Or, but does someone have like a magical thing yeah, or something? Yeah, yeah. And then the thing that makes me appreciate the good of that stuff, the right. cream of the crop, is because it's like, well, what's it say about our world? Exactly. And if there's something exactly. really good in there, right, right, right. Spider Man, Spider Verse, or whatever, yeah. that makes me cry, I'm like, 100%. that's a miracle. That's it. You, that's made a, the story. you made a dumb thing meaningful. Right, exactly. And we could, could have fun with it. Yeah, we can have fun with it. And also, like, you turned the super fantastical into mm-hmm. something that. 
I feel influences my decisions going forward. Mm -hmm. And I think that's the magic of like cinema and and media Mm -hmm. and the things that we watch because there's people out there genuinely trying to give a message and create beautiful things and like really say something Mm -hmm. in a very like, I I, I don't think the Watchmen TV show gets enough credit for what it actually did. That show blew my mind with the things that it presented and said and did. And uh, I I feel like that's the type of media that- We should rewatch that show, guys. That's actually a really good idea. (laughs) No. We're not doing it. Let's shuffle some stuff around. It's so good. God damn it. it's, It's stuff like that that I look for. Yeah. And I always try to look for those meanings in the media that we watch that's now. The best stuff. It's yeah, just that's like, the best stuff. what are they trying to say? Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and what are, what do we feel like they're trying to go for with these hints that they're dropping? Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's mm-hmm. how I'm going to keep dropping the word media literacy because I feel like I've been searching for that word in mm-hmm. my vocabulary for so mm-hmm. long until I heard it recently. And I was like, mm-hmm. I feel like there needs to be a lot more media literacy out just in the general public yeah. because I don't mm-hmm. feel like that's a huge thing mm-hmm. right now. Yeah. I mean, that's um, to kind of piggyback off of that. That's really, I would say that where I got most of my media literacy mm-hmm. was I watched every single special feature and mm-hmm. audio commentary, feature, director commentary mm-hmm. that I could you know get my hands on. Ebert and Roper yes. or Cicely Cicely and Ebert. I didn't watch them. I thought they were boring early. Oh. Well, yeah. I, yeah. I think Sometimes some clips will resurface yeah. and you're like, damn, that was like a banger of a yeah. thing you said, Roger Ebert. Like, <laughs> yeah. That's true. Yeah, for sure. He was savage. He oh, was yeah. savage. Oh, yeah. Those guys, yeah, yeah. yeah He's for a sure. prickly pair that, yeah. Yeah, that Roger Ebert. But I would say that like those, those, those things right there, those are the things that really made me at least understand like what was happening on the screen yeah. Yeah. and how to maybe think about story and how to think about character arcs and the hero's journey and all that sort of stuff Mm -hmm. and then i think over the years it was just watching more diverse movies Mm -hmm. Uh, because obviously countries and yeah like i obviously loved watching you know superhero stuff and all that stuff hollywood movies are great yeah but even 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 somebody like john carpenter going outside of halloween and watching you know the thing and all all these other movies that he's done Mm -hmm. and then seeing like oh kurt russell's in it what else has kurt russell done and then you find you know Mm -hmm. it's just a huge web of things that you then discover yeah Mm -hmm. and then finding people not necessarily who think like you but have a are as passionate as you that you you can can sit down you can exactly sit down and talk with like oh how did that movie make us feel Mm -hmm. how did we feel about the lighting and the cinematography and then your circle slowly starts to get bigger Mm -hmm. and then when we started doing this i think that really also influenced how i just think about you know just movies in general just storytelling in general Mm -hmm. and I think that has continued. I think that will continue. And I think the more we're aging like fine wine, baby. Yeah, man. We're aging like fine wine, I think. And I think like the more that, the more that we diversify the types of stories that we tell and the more, you know, cultures that we spotlight and the more Mm -hmm, different types mm -hmm, of people mm -hmm. that we spotlight, it really influences how you think about storytelling in different ways. And that's what I really hope for people. And that's, you know, going back to media literacy, that's why sometimes when I see people have hot takes about whether it's superhero movies or mm. cinema, I'm always like, well, if you're only watching one particular type of thing, it's really going to limit mm-hmm. yeah. how you can, I don't know, how you can, I guess, formulate your thoughts about things and how you have discussions online with people about things. Well, yeah. And it really, it, people who do that don't realize that they're showing they are, they're showing their misunderstanding of what they're consuming when you don't compare it to other things to watch. Yeah. It's less of like an open-mindedness. Right. It's like you're in this lane 
Mm-hmm. You probably know that lane very well. You're probably obsessed with that lane. You probably, right. you know, really yeah. do a lot of stuff in that lane. But what do you do outside of that? Like, right. is there anything else you can tell me about Hayao Miyazaki yeah. or, you know, mm-hmm. like any classic monster films? I mean, if it like wasn't watching? if it wasn't for you guys, I don't think I would watch as much animation as I do now. Bro. And I would still probably be like, eh, I'd probably be like Bob Chappick. And I'd be like, eh, it's for kids. But then I would still like certain Pixar things. So it's like, it's a weird thing. But now it's more like, oh, you said this anime is good? Oh, Arcane's good? Oh, right, shit. Right. All right, let's go watch. That oh, one Yushiki? episode oh, that one episode of uh, The Boys. Uh, what's it the called? Yeah. Yeah, that Andy Samberg did, written by Samberg. Oh, yeah. Come on, yeah. great. that yeah, was yeah, one yeah. of the most moving episodes of anything that I've seen. Yeah, yeah. that was great. Uh, this oh. question is like specifically for you. I think. Oh yeah, okay. bring it. In. I know you guys Listen. frequent Disneyland. Any thoughts or opinions about going to other theme parks? Have you ever been to Disney World in Florida or any other international <laughs> ones? I just went to Disney World yeah. Florida, um, and uh, we went to Halloween Horror Nights. Yeah, and that was fun too. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, yeah I mean, look. Disneyland is a hop, skip, and a jump away. Like, it's really yeah. close. We have annual passes, and we go as much as, as we want. Um, I think it's a very special place as far as, like, the. I really like the history. Mm-hmm. And when I go to Disney, that's why I watch the Imagineers stuff, because mm-hmm. I love to see the passion and the ideas that came behind everything that was designed for Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. for main street, for pirates, for everything. And thinking about like in the sixties, these guys got together and there were like, we're going to make some fucking pirates, bro. We're going to make some fucking pirates and everybody's going to love these fucking pirates. (laughs) Yeah, it's true. But we only have 10 square feet. Yeah. What do we do with this ride? Oh, well let's do it underground. That's why it has the drop and it goes outside of the park and they're like, let's maximize these ideas. I think the Imagineer, and and everybody who was in that early creative phase of, it's of Disney, incredible what it's they did. insane, yeah. dude, absolutely yeah. insane. Yeah. And so I really um, hold hold that in high reverence because it's it feels like magic, and mm-hmm. sometimes you can feel that idea, and mm. it does spark that kind of creativity <laughs> in you. It's unfair to compare to other theme parks. It's, it, it is kind it's, of unfair. It's, it's unfair. I, don't, I mean, you've been to Florida, so you can talk right. about that. Right. Yeah. So but like, I've only been to Disneyland. Yeah. Universal Studios is interesting because you go there and it's a working studio. Like, it's a working studio. studio. Yeah. And they're just like in the corner. They're like, there's a bunch of like rides. Yeah. Some of them are cool. Some of them are janky. Go do that. <laughs> yeah. And you get on the tram and like, oh, oh, it's, it's, it's Dominic it's Toretto. And you're like, what? <laughs> it's just like crappy hologram. Like, <laughs> right, right. It's all, it's so interesting to see the influence of the Disneyland machine. Machine. But hey, um, Transformers, dope sure Killer ride. sure and i i also want to say sucks, that though. legoland oh, sucks. bro I, I that shouldn't bad. even be con- that shouldn't even be considered like i a feel bad part. i know that i feel bad, bad because it's um, it's really bad don't go there's just obviously there if bro, you ever have kids you are the legos <laughs> dude they don't take care of their legos like yeah. it's bad they're real dusty <laughs> they're real sorry dusty. but okay in comparison i've also been to universal florida and mm-hmm. i've been to universal here um, I think that Universal has a lot of potential to do some really cool stuff mm-hmm. if they brought in that kind of passion that the Imagineers have. Like mm-hmm. if the, if Universal had their own Imagineers team, mm-hmm. it would be exactly on par with Disney. Like just everything's like the 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 attention that Disney spends on their trash cans, mm-hmm. on keeping the floor clean, on like everything's always freshly painted. Like that's not easy to come by. And I've seen attractions at, at Six Universal. Six Flags is a mess. I, is, I don't trust those rides, bro, because yeah, they've they haven't been touched in decades. Yeah. Uh, but like Universal in particular, 
I went maybe like two or three years ago and it was fun. Like they, mm-hmm. they it, you could tell they took ideas from Disney and they were like, cool, we're going to do our own thing. And this is going to be the Harry Potter world. And mm-hmm. it's like, got its very own immersive, got yeah. its own flavor. Very immersive. Yeah. Really cool. But what I really enjoyed was the islands of adventure, Marvel land. Mm. And I really freaking enjoyed it because it felt like Marvel in the nineties. Mm. <laughs> it was so cool. Cause that's as far as it, they have the right. There's a Dr. Doom ride, yeah. which is aw- It's just a, a fall ride, but it's yeah. awesome. There's a Hulk roller coaster. Yeah. But there's a parade that happens that comes through. <laughs> Rogue, Gambit, Wolverine, and Spider-Man come out on tricycles. What? <laughs> Those three-wheeled motorcycles that have two in the oh, front yeah, and one yeah. in the back. Oh, my God. And they're just going up and down the street doing this thing. Awesome. <laughs> and then they all park at the end. <laughs> like they all park next to each other. Oh, my God. The X-Bikes. <laughs> yeah, so and funny. I'm just like, this is insane. <laughs> insane. <laughs> like, you, you, you expect me to think that Spider-Man rides yeah. a truck. Tricycle. Yeah. <laughs> like, replace them if you're gonna bro. go 90s. Replace them with like Razor scooters or something. Make <laughs> or it something. really 90s. Make it really 90s. <laughs> but what I really liked about the place is that like the buildings are all basically all Jim Lee drawings, which is really yeah, cool. All so like colorful and super yeah. colorful. Yeah, like there's yeah, yeah. giant Wolverine drawings all over. The like, giant mm-hmm. Spider-Man drawings. There's the Doctor Doom ride has this really dope Doom in the front, and I'm just like, that's cool. Like mm-hmm. those are the little sparks of creativity where I'm just like, these are these are worth it. And I'm not a park snob at all, but like I can definitely spot the differences. Sure. And I think yeah. each one has definitely something that they uh, they can do better. Universal has like the bigger rides, like mm-hmm. the more thrillier rides, uh-huh. whereas you uh-huh. know Disney doesn't have that. So yeah, yeah. Um, I have a credit coaster, and that's pretty much the it, only reason but... I go to Disney is because it's so close. Yeah, that's it. It's, it's a hop and skip. We happen to yeah. have it here, and it's yeah. so close. Yeah. It's and right like, there. You guys can see it. Yeah, right down the street. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just right there. Curtain. Yeah, you, you can, can see, see Walt's cryogenically frozen body from my window. So Felicia B asked. Is there one comic book run from any studio that you'd love to see made into an animated movie or series? I'm going to go with Murder Falcon. Ooh, interesting. Choice. Animated interesting. series would be yeah, dope. Yeah, yeah, Excellent choice. That's not your Murder read, Falcon read, shirt, though. Read Do you still have that Murder Falcon shirt? I don't. Oh. I got a hole. I got a couple holes in it. So I had to oh, toss it. I got to buy a new one. Got to buy a new one. Read the question again, Adam. <laughs> Is there one comic book run from any studio that you'd love to see made into an animated movie or series? Okay. Animated movie. I said this earlier on uh, Hive. I said, because um, somebody asked, if you could take two franchises, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. two would you ever want to cross over? Yeah. And I'm like, that's a really tricky, dangerous, it, yeah. probably better Very to tricky. not even attempt it. But then I thought about it, and I was like, you know what? You take the comic book, JLA Avengers, uh-huh. and you make a Justice League Avengers animated movie so that it's separate from the continuity of like the MCU or the DCEU or DCU or whatever, and just kind of do like animated versions of those characters, but make it awesome and have the characters interact and um that's i think what i would do and i would even try to have it look like Mm -hmm. the sort of classic george perez art that's Mm. that's do you know what i'm saying like if you can find a way to actually animate that style i mean he did it in my three he did it potentially yeah potentially no i said george perez not jorge oh no Gutierrez. <laughs> oh, George per- uh, George Perez. Yes, yes, yes. Which is the comic book artist. Correct, correct. Yes, and yes. technically, it was pronounced Perez. He had the accent oh. over the first E. Oh, did he? I okay. used to think it was Perez for yeah. a long time, but he's a Puerto Rican guy, and, it was, and he had the accent over the first E, so it's mm, Perez. So you're right, you're right. You I know? think he has the definitive Superman look, mm. the definitive Batman look, mm. and also his, his Power Rangers run. 
insane. Did he do Power Rangers? Wait, are we talking about the same guy? Probably not. Oh. What are we talking about here? Hold on, <laughs> but, hold on. But he did draw those other characters. Yeah. So I was like, yeah, sure, man. I was like, Wonder Woman? Definitive, and you went yes. Power Rangers. I'm like, what? He hold did, on. He did do the definitive Wonder Woman. He yeah. did do, I would say, he had an Avengers Amazing run. 80s hair. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, She-Hulk. He, I'm yeah. thinking of a different guy. Okay. I'm thinking of- What are you of, thinking of? Let me try to find his art. Uh, mm-hmm. He did the um, Superman All-Star art. Um, oh, Frank- Quietly? No. Superman All-Star Superman no, or maybe. Superman All-Star? Say say Power Rangers comic uh, right artist. Right now he's the one doing um punchline the punchline comic. Oh um, my god, dude. That is uh, uh Oh uh, you're talking um It's it's put comic book artist, DC comic artist, Jorge, I think is his name. I think his name is Jorge. I think it's uh Oh it's, Jorge Jimenez. Jorge Jimenez. See? That dude is phenomenal. This guy, I mm-hmm. think this guy. So, okay. So yeah. he did a huge run of the Power Rangers, the new grid stuff that they were doing. I think you're right. Uh, Sick, dude. It's this awesome. guy's art is yeah, incredible. Ho- I follow See, now, him and now, he's on a whole different To show level. Augustine, pull up George Perez. Yeah. Pull up George Perez because George Perez had a classic 80s, 90s, 70s style. His is like classic comic book you know, old school. It's, oh it's yes. I've genius. seen this before. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it yeah, really yeah. goes like, like Jack Kirby, George Perez, yeah. Jorge Jimenez. Yeah. That's what it feels mm-hmm. like. The sort of like, you know, the, the eras are. Yeah. So <laughs> when he did justice league Avengers, yeah. like that's what his characters look like. If I mean, that's up, totally know, doable as an art style. Potentially. Nowadays. I think that totally so, is. It's just so classic. Yeah. That it makes me think like, like for example, not to say that it's not definitive, but Spider-Man to the Spider-Verse definitely has a style. Mm-hmm. And I think it sets itself apart from, right. we're not the live action Spider-Man movies. We're not the MCU. This is the Sony, yeah. you know, this, but this dude, if you could find a way to basically animate this Captain America, Superman, Iron yeah. Man, Batman, yeah. Vision, Aquaman, Thor, it would make me feel like it's kind of definitive, you know, look at that. I don't know. Maybe it'd end up looking like He-Man. I don't even know if it's possible, <laughs> That's the kind of thing. Or it would be really, I would be really interested to see if there's a way to try to make the animation work and, and make something look like Alex Ross movie. I think you could. Right? I mean, I, that's nowadays, very CG. It's very, it's, it's very it's CG, CG, but maybe with like a cell shaded, you know how they did like paper man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Again, maybe I'm like, maybe there's a technology that exists where you have a CG Superman and as he moves around, he kind of looks like a watercolor painting. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I'm like, that that's so, sick, dude, Arcane dude. did it. Yeah, Arcane did it. Like it's totally right. doable. I think you're right. 100. So that doable. would also be fun to take a great. I mean, Kingdom Come. I'm like, that's the way. I, at this point, I'd want to see it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not. Yeah. Don't give me Kingdom Come with Henry Cavill. It doesn't work. It's a separate thing. Yeah. You know. Um. I needed to see it in that art style. Yeah. 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 yeah that absolutely. would actually. Fuck. It's doable. I <laughs> let me call James Gunn. Yeah. James. <laughs> James. Jimmy. Buddy boys. Jimmy. 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 Babe. Talk to me. Babe. Talk to me. Babe. Talk to me, baby. Let me tell you something to you. We got a. I got a great idea for you, babe. Babe. Have you seen Disney's Paper Man? Babe. Babe. Here's what we're gonna do. Alex Ross. Listen, I feel, babe. I feel like a Hollywood agent yeah. with this thing yeah. in my head. Like, listen, babe. Listen, baby. Listen, listen, baby. Here's what we're doing. Okay. Two words. Pitch Alex. It. Pitch it. Ross. Two other words, kingdom, come. Two other words, animated, film, <laughs> blockbuster. Babe, are you there? You're listening? Babe, you're listening? Peter on the line. Peter. Million dollars. James. Saps. Peter. Every, every, every S in that title, yep. put dollar signs in <laughs> That's what you're going to see. That's what you're going to see. Dollar signs. Shazam, dollar signs. That's what you're going to see. They're both Wonder in Wonder Woman's, <laughs> dollar signs. Yeah. Dollar signs. <laughs> 
Wonder Woman's, Woman's. Batman's, <laughs> Batman's, <laughs> Superman's, totally. <laughs> Magog, remember Magog, yeah. James? Magog's Saffs, Saffs, put a dollar sign through it. Money. Money. Oh my God, Danny boy. Oh my God, Guns, money. Put some, put some dollar signs <laughs> through it. Show on. me Let's the gunny. All right, Coffee House. Hey guys, love your content. How do you deal with anxiety if you have any? Doing voices. <laughs> Doing impressions really? of Hollywood agents. That's how I do it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, yeah. Remind me, you know who you remind me when you did that? was Amy Sedaris and Chef. Remember yeah. she was like the yeah. PR person? Yeah. Oh, my oh, God. Yeah, so that's, funny. that's exactly right. So what about the deal? Yeah. I don't want to do I don't want to cook. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, I don't have any like techniques on dealing with anxiety because I feel like mm. I'm fairly good with it. I'm not mm. an anxious person. Mm, that's no, the thing. Good. I'm... I don't know if you guys have ever seen me anxious. I'm not an anxious person. Mm-hmm. Like even when there's the most I've, anxious I've seen you is tweets don't equal news. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> I've had people get mad at me because yeah. I don't get anxious sure. because yeah. like, I don't show that like sense of like, you're like, like right. it's getting to me urgency mm-hmm. or frustration. I, see, yeah. I don't like to call it urgency because yeah. that implies that like, I don't care. Right. 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 But you're not people, apathetic, right? I'm not apathetic, but people think that because I'm not reacting a certain way that I don't care about yeah. something. Right. Which is, and it's true. been, an, it's been an issue in the past actually. <laughs> and mainly with employers, <laughs> they're like, like something bad happens. And I'm just like, Okay, I'll handle it. Like yeah. it's not a big deal. Like yeah. don't worry about it. But when I say that, they're like, yeah. "What do you mean?" Blah, blah, blah. I'm just yeah. like, "Relax, guys. Yeah. We'll handle it's not it." Missiles, it's not, bro. Right? We're just, we're yeah. not doctors. I'm not doing open heart surgery yeah. here. Like I'm I'm like that with certain things. Like if I'm dealing with something that's usually like at home, and I'm at home for the holidays, or my mom right. needs something, or whatever, she'll serve me. Why aren't you freaking out about this? And I'm like, because I relax, bro. I, what, why? Relax, what for? bro. What do yeah. I need to freak out for? That's, it's fine. That's how I feel about any, almost any freak out situation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Relax. Like we'll handle yeah. it. It'll, yeah. it'll, it'll, it'll get resolved. Don't worry sometimes, about it. Sometimes, sometimes when it comes to stuff that like we're doing, sometimes I get anxious about, you know, like making a deadline or getting somewhere on time. You know, like there's been times where, you know, I think I'm going to be somewhere at a certain time, like a screening. And then I'm things like, you're going to be 30 minutes later because of traffic mm-hmm. or an accident. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, and I don't know how to deal with it. That's a lot of anxiety. Dude, like, there's days where I'll be on the freeway and I'm like, thank God no one can hear me cursing at the other cars. I'm like, you <laughs> son of a Hector, bitch, get out, so of the fucking, get out of the fast lane, you dick. Anyway. <laughs> Mom, Dad? <laughs> somebody's gonna cut that and put it right next to Hector's. Mom, shut the fuck up. Bro. <laughs> That's how I deal with anxiety. I lash out. I would say I, fictional yeah. characters. And if if I do have a moment like that, I'm usually always alone. It's yeah. like very yeah. rare that I'm like because if I'm in a public setting, I'm like yeah. hold it in, hold it in, right. hold it in, get in the car. <laughs> and then I'm good. I, um, I for some reason, it. let it just pass through me. I'm just like, yeah. go and don't make me anxious. And when I was younger, I used to not have a, like I have a really short temper mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I would get frustrated about every single mm-hmm. thing. And especially if it was something that I thought was important, but other people didn't care about, you know, like I did a fundraiser for a movie once and I, and like a really close friend was like, ah, I'm not going to make it. And it was like for a, incredibly stupid reason mm-hmm. and i just it like it tore me apart Whoa, inside. that's crazy yeah, yeah, Whoa, was, we yeah. just learned some stuff about adam i know we did yeah all right it, but but, but then i but then i i don't know i think it was just age and experience and yeah. then i moved to la and i was like not alone in the sense that i had no one but right. you know we worked you're dealing all with your the own emotions yeah. yeah and you're mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. that was a really stupid thing to get mad about yeah mm-hmm. so yeah wait do you really do voices hector no <laughs> <laughs> I thought you just like started Jim carrying it up. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> oh, my I, God. Like, I, I, these I, just, I was like, 
I like to I like to clean. I like to organize. Oh, really? To deal oh, with anxiety. I know you organize. I like to go into the garage and I'll mm-hmm. be like, well, I'm gonna now move my action figures and your organize my silver comics. Pants, your silver pants, pants are, are now blue. Blue. That's right. That's what I do. I have that comic, by the way, the comic book that he's reading, uh-huh. the Marvel comic. Yeah. I have a copy of it just because he says that Steve Carell in the Forty Year Old Virgin reads it, and he's laughing, and it's true. It's a funny moment. It's a, it's a funny moment. comic. All right, yeah. all right. Yep. We have and we have so a thousand questions. more questions. We should probably pick like one more. Uh, this one from Lori. When I started watching Rings of Power and was hearing and seeing all the ridiculous backlash, I came across your reaction videos on YouTube. Mm-hmm. I was so excited to see other people who approach media like I do. As a huge Tolkien nerd that I am and will forever be, one hundred percent sure that the man himself would appreciate these adaptations because they are very true to the spirit of his work. The first check skins I saw absolutely hooked me. Your words about toxic culture le- legitimately renewed my faith in human nature. What? It really has been a bad few years. I know it has always been there, yeah. but it has been feeling worse lately. Yep. I had to join Patreon. Positivity inclusion needs to be supported. I am enjoying watching along with you guys. Thanks for being a fresh breeze. Are you going to do Wheel of Time? I think it was Hector that mentioned Conan books, so I wondered. Robert Jordan was a great writer. Uh, all of that amazing Good stuff. Question. And Good then now question. I'm going to send that person crashing yeah. down to the ground, and yep. I'm going to say, I didn't like Wheel of Time. Uh, I also saw the first season, and I didn't like the show. Yeah. It's yeah. very well done, but I couldn't connect to it. Yeah. And now this beautiful human being who yeah. is so excited about the three of us and like renewing their faith in humanity is now just like... Uh, I didn't see that last part when I read the question. Yeah. I was like, I'm so oh, no. sorry. I'm so sorry, but I will. But in all seriousness, I would absolutely watch anything with you guys. Yeah. If you I guys, so. yeah. if you guys came to me and were like, "Hey, we're gonna do Wheel of Time because a new season's coming out and people are asking for it," and even if I were to go, "I've seen the first season. I'll watch it again with you guys. I'll watch anything with you guys." You're a fucking but liar. It just depends you're a on fucking liar. It's not. Because not you're not gonna uh, do Squid Games, but I did us. season one. <laughs> So I'll do, I'll do Wheel of Time season one at least. Okay, but okay. I'm going to put Wheel of Time. I'm just going to put Wheel of Time in the category of like, we probably shouldn't commit yeah. to it because yeah. we do have so many other yeah, things absolutely. that are kind of floating. Well, I, and I also appreciate that like you watched it ahead and you're just sure. like, maybe we shouldn't do well, this Well, I show. watched it because I was doing Nerdist Book Club at the time mm-hmm. and I read the book and I was oh, so, I see. any book that I read or show that I watch, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I like to think I'm fully 100% open to like, am I going to love this? Is this going to be my next thing that mm-hmm. I am yeah. kind of obsessed with and kind of love it? Mm-hmm. And the more that I read and the more that I watch, I kind of learn what my things are, mm-hmm. the things that I like and what I'm drawn to. And um, I thought Wheel of Time was, uh, like a well-written book, but I just could not connect to the story or the characters. And it's one of those book stories that people who read it when it came out mm-hmm. in the nineties, I think love yeah. it so much. And they're like, Oh, but you got to keep reading. It gets really good by like book yeah. four yeah. and by book 13. Woo. woo and I'm just like, about that's it. awesome. Yeah. But I would, for me, I'm going to commit that time in my life to other things. I'm obsessed with Conan the barbarian. Yeah. I'm obsessed with John Carter of mm-hmm. Mars. Mm-hmm. Those are not everyone's favorite. And I would never say to folks like, you got to read John Carter Marsh because by the sixth book, when his son comes in, you know, like, yeah, I'm like, really it really pays, it's really it's hitting. hitting. I'm like, yeah. you're either into it from that first book or, yeah. or but, I read, but I read the whole book and I read, I've read a, a couple of different fantasy things and fantasy is a tougher one for me to get into, but yeah. we'd have enjoyed Willow. Right. And right. I'm almost I'm almost even on the verge of like, maybe I might read that Willow book that I was telling you guys yeah, about, you know, sure. right, right, I, right. I'm just always kind of more drawn to, I always read Star Trek books and Star Wars books mm-hmm. and things that are already kind of media tie in 
into the world that I'm already into. Yeah. And then yeah. Wheel of Time came along and I tried it knowing how beloved it was. And I was right. like, maybe this right. will be the, once I actually got familiar with it and watched the entire first season and Rosamund Pike is amazing. Mm-hmm. She's great in the, sh- mm-hmm. in the show. By the end of it, I was like, I don't know. And some of the, some of the things I kind of like felt where I'm like, I don't know about this character guys. Mm-hmm. People were saying, yeah, but that character by like book six, totally different. And I'm like, and I don't okay, doubt it for sure. Yeah. Right. Right. But I just, I don't know if I want to commit. I'd rather right, go back right, right. and give Dune another shot. Mm, Cause I, I read the first Dune book and I was like, it's good. It's all right. Not my thing. Then I watched the movie and I was really like, I think I like this a lot. Yeah. A lot, a I lot. Yeah. So yeah. let me get, maybe give the book another shot and then maybe read those Dune books. Right, now that right. I kind of have like the movie world floating around in my head, I'm like, oh, okay, I think I can, I think Helps I you visualize can, it too. Yes. And I'm like, I think I get what, this is, the David Lynch movie did not help me <laughs> like <No>. Dune. <laughs> that was odd. It's odd. That was an odd but, movie. Um, yes. So you know, it's but I don't ever want to yuck somebody's yum. No, and, absolutely sure. not. And absolutely. Not. I, I like that we did Lord of the Rings, Rings of Power mm-hmm. because it did. It's like it's fantasy. Yeah, we haven't really done that, and hasn't really been right. shows like that. But I will go back and say we have talked about other fantasy shows. I don't want to name any mm-hmm. in case we change our mind. Why'd you lean in so <laughs> heavily into me? Earlier you were saying you're like. You listed a show and you were like, oh, and you're like I don't know when we're going to yeah. have time for it. But yeah. I'm like, we've got some other stuff, some other season oneers that I think we're going to try yeah. next year Yeah, that are fantasy, which is very exciting, mm-hmm. but it might not be Wheel of Time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But mm-hmm. straight up, if Wheel of Time, look, we're going to eventually get to Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. I saw the first season of Game of Thrones, the original series. Didn't like it. Same here. But I'm going to give the new one a shot. It's right. a new thing. Right. If Wheel of Time season two comes out and just crushes and everyone's like, Show of the year. Show of the year. Mm-hmm. It's phenomenal. I would be like, okay. What if they said better than Andor? Better than Andor. I, I, that, then I'd be like, okay, maybe we should <laughs> actually maybe try uh-huh, it out uh-huh. and get in, get on board or whatever. Yeah. But yeah. I don't know. Sorry. Yeah, no. I'm like defending my, because I feel, it was a lovely, I, such I feel, a lovely comment. I feel like we should go answer another question. <laughs> just to end it on a good, because no, I went, I went like, because I, so like, oh I feel like we just crushed I'm Lori's so dreams. Oh, yeah. oh my. Was it? Okay, Wait, I got one for you. Who, okay, who, was, okay. who was it? That was Lori. That Lori. Said, where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Lori right here. there. Yeah. Lori, thank you so much for everything. We're going to, we're going to try to do better. We're going to try to be better. Oh my God. We're going to try to keep that going. Here's one. Here's one that, that, that no, no one can fail. From Esmond Chong. What's up, guys? Happy holidays from up here in Canada. Give Here's the world- what I think about Canada. <laughs> I think... <laughs> Y'all need more Mexicans. Oh Y'all, need more Y'all need more Mexicans, Mexicans north of the border. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Given that we're all diving deep into the holiday season, I wanted to ask what's on each of your perfect Thanksgiving or Christmas dinner plates? That's a good idea. Mine's turkey, sage, and sausage stuffing, mashed potatoes, a rich gravy, my aunt's recipe for a corn casserole, pan fried pierogies with caramelized onions and Ooh. bacon, and homemade deep fried wontons. Happy to continue supporting you guys into 2023. Thanks for always putting out amazing and thought provoking content. We're going to your house, bro. Yeah. Like, that's <laughs> it. What's on your Thanksgiving Christmas plate? That's your it. Your food, bro. What else do you want, that bro? Sound good. Uh, well, I mean, mine's Mexican. Like, yeah. we growing up, my parents are immigrants. Thanksgiving was not a thing. Mm-hmm. They did Thanksgiving because they had the day off. And we, yeah, we did. Yeah, same. Right. Mm-hmm. And so, like, they were just like, this is what the white people do. Let's do it. <laughs> okay. But also... They brought their own stuff, so it's mm-hmm. tamales, pozole, yeah. like champurrado, like all that, all that stuff oh. that we have all the time, right? Like every celebration we have, salivating all this stuff. over here. I know, dude. I'm, maybe um, I'm hungry. I should probably a little bit. We should eat get some tacos after this. We need to. Oh my gosh! Straight up. Tacos? 
Quackcocks? What's it? Quackcocks? Quackcocks? What's in there? What's in here? Is Quackcock and walking distance. <laughs> in walking distance. Yeah, walking distance. Walking distance. Walking distance. I need some talks. Oh I need some walk walking distance. Oh I need some God. walk talks for Thanksgiving. No. So, uh, so mine is just like all that traditional like Mexican food. Mm. But I will say, I have changed people's minds who hate turkey. Mm. With my turkey, Smoked. like mm. I know how to make such a damn good turkey. You baste it. So Ooh. I have a Salvadorian friend. You baste Ooh. it. Yeah. No. 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 No basting. Oh, no basting. No basting. No. No. You ruin the turkey by no basting. basting. No basting. Oh. No, no basting. So no baste. I have a buddy, Salvadorian. They have a traditional turkey sandwich that they make. <laughs> no base. No basting. Uh-huh. They have a traditional turkey sandwich that they make at at the holiday oh time. So Thanksgiving, New Year, uh, New Year's, Christmas. Cranberry sauce in there? No, it's like a Salvadorian. It's a oh. Salvadorian meal. Mm-hmm. All right, so it's it's almost like a it's almost like um I don't know, yeah, like just, a club yeah. sandwich but like with turkey. Describe it to me. Yeah, yeah, it's delicious. <laughs> I like it. You cook the turkey for hours. Ooh. But no, but so he's been eating turkey his whole life, right? Cuz it's part of their their culture, their tradition. They do that. Uh, I let him try my turkey. He was like, I've never had a turkey this what? delicious in my life before. What? Yeah. And so, y'all. Dang, dude, we're going to have to answer another question because you just dissed all of El Salvador right now. <laughs> I did. I did. I make, I make turkey better than anybody in El Salvador. So, sorry, guys. I um, but mine, mine is Mexican. What's your guys'? Um, for, well, for Thanksgiving, and I don't, I wasn't, I wasn't alive, so I don't know why we didn't add anything check into Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, we, for the longest time, we just did the typical, mm-hmm. you know, turkey, gravy, mashed potatoes. Yeah. Actually, my grandma would make her potato salad. How was the bird though? Mm. Did you guys cook the bird? Was the bird dry? I know you a lot of people it. hate turkey because of that. Like, did you baste uh, no. it? <laughs> How uh, much basting? <laughs> it was the base. <laughs> no, I mean, it was always good. I always enjoyed it. Okay. I can't remember. I honestly cannot recall whether or not we did ham for Thanksgiving. Also, because we don't do it for we don't do it for Christmas. Mm. We do do it for New Year though. Um, but yeah, I think over the years we've added a lot more sides to our Thanksgiving mm. dinners. Uh-huh. So a lot of like um, just like Brussels sprouts and just all kinds of shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, doing so much stuff, it's ridiculous. It's yeah. unnecessary sometimes. Yeah. And then for Christmas, we do the traditional Czech Christmas where it's the bread. Whoa, 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 whoa! We're not yeah, doing Christmas yet. Asked. Oh, did you do Christmas Thanksgiving or mm. oh, okay, Christmas. okay. But anyway, Thanksgiving, bro. <laughs> we're gonna we'll do Christmas next we episode. Say, we can answer we'll Esmond's question yeah. again. We'll, we'll answer the yeah. second part next time. Yeah, next time. And then we'll, we'll answer, answer Lori's follow up question of like, why'd you say that shit? Uh, really <laughs> Lori hates off. us. I need uh, a refund on my own Patreon. I, Please. I, I unsubscribe to Patreon. <laughs> I told everybody you guys suck. <laughs> You're toxic bad <laughs> fans. Um, mine is my number one is just mashed potatoes. So Ooh, I can eat mashed, mashed potatoes, potatoes just like by the bucket. You're a starchy boy, Hector. You love your Unhealthy? No, no, no. That's not necessarily unhealthy. Mashed potatoes with a little bit of gravy in there. No, no gravy. No No gravy. You don't don't baste it. it. I don't don't baste it. Describe describe your perfect mashed potato, Uh, though. Is it fluffy? Is it creamy? Is it creamy? Oh, it is fluffy. Do you do you like when there's still like some potato chunks in there? Um, I don't hate it. Okay, but I so don't you'll eat it with it potato out. chunks. I like it whipped. Do you like just whipped? Yeah. Golden, buttery. Mm. Do you like any like seasoning? Not too, salt too buttery. And pepper? Not even too seasoned. Oh, just the potato itself. You just like mostly the texture. Yeah. 
and the taste. You're it's gonna delicious. Be a very successful ninety year old. And I don't even mind <laughs> if peas roll in there and get in there. You know, I'm gonna be a great ninety year old. Yeah, dude. I'm gonna I be don't great. know why I, thought, I don't know why I just thought of this. Have you guys ever seen Luke Who's Talking? The the yeah. movies. Yeah. There's yeah. like a scene where the little kid feeds his grandpa mashed potatoes, and it's just a fucking mess. And I yeah. was just like, that's Hector. That's gonna that's be me. Hector, yeah. I'll let yeah. a kid that's feed me. Be, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's my number one thing. That's but I also is there a number two thing? No, I feel like I can't have an opinion because I feel bad because I don't contribute at all. So I'm the person well, it's at not Thanksgiving. About contributing. I know, but I'm like, I'm like, I didn't either for 30 something Bro, years. Yeah. I'm grateful and happy to be like, you're handing me a plate. What's on it? I'll eat it. No, no, thank no, you no. so much. I'm just in the living room watching movies all day. And, and then I get a Thanksgiving There's a video plate. I saw online where a dude was like, y'all are nasty. <laughs> he's like, y'all are nasty. He's like, yeah. y'all invite people over and you can't cook Thanksgiving dinner. You don't know how to cook. <laughs> It's like, yeah. <laughs> y'all giving everybody, y'all making everybody in the house doo doo. Like, what's going on? Y'all nasty. That chicken was un- that turkey was underdone. Oh my god! <laughs> it's like y'all nasty. Oh my god. So like, you're okay. you're you can criticize the cook when it's when it's bad. Okay, like, all right. I'm not saying that anybody who cooks yeah. for you like is, sure, is sure, a sure, bad sure, cook sure, because sure. Abby is the best baker. She's very ever. very good. Oh, yeah. She's very very yeah, good. Yeah, Great yeah, cook. Yeah. Too. Um, but yeah, yeah. yeah, okay. But you gotta have like a second, you know, like a second thing. You guys see what that? What is this thing? You guys see that uh, the Freddie Prince Jr. thing that's going viral. No. He was on the talk mm-hmm. and people were like, Freddie, what's your what's your secret to success for like a long and happy marriage? Because yeah. he's been married to Sarah, Sarah Michelle Geller for yeah. so many years. And he said, he said, honestly, he goes, my number one piece of advice is uh, cook. And he goes, and I can cook. And, um, and he goes, learn how to cook fellas and marry a woman who doesn't know how to cook. <laughs> and I'm like, that's great. And then he goes, and then he's like, oh, also I clean. And uh-huh. people down the are just like, oh my God. Yeah. Oh, so I can't believe it. <laughs> um, and he goes, uh, and people are applauding him and he goes, well, now you're going to hate me. He goes, I just do that. I cook and clean so that I don't get more in trouble when I go and play video games and do my own yeah, thing yeah, or whatever. Yeah. But Smart like, guy. Transactional. He knows it. Yeah. <laughs> transactional. Yeah. Love is transactional. I'm, I'm, let's let's go out on this video so that nobody... Uh, I'm just going to play the audio for you guys. Uh, this video of this oh, please, guy. Please, please, you going to connect your phone? No, no, no. I'll just do it over here. Just, okay. I'll just do it over right, here. I want to hear it. has got Bluetooth built in, baby. Uh, it's all right. It's no, all right. Okay. If this is... Okay. <laughs> For Thanksgiving, you oh, got amazing. it. You got it. You got it. Uh, that was amazing. <laughs> of course, let us know what's on your Thanksgiving plate this week. If you yeah. don't celebrate Thanksgiving, uh, you're just having a regular dinner. Mm-hmm. What are you having this week? Yeah, what dude. are you eating? Let us know. Mm-hmm. Um, Unless this, it's boo boo, don't tell yeah. us if it's boo boo. Yeah, don't make boo boo. Don't make boo boo. Yeah, yeah. murder. Uh, I'm ready to go get some tacos. So we should yeah, get some tacos. Go. Thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you guys so much for watching. Thank you for all the amazing questions. We try to get through as yeah. many as we can. There are so many. We can say thank you guys enough yeah. for all of your contributions to Patreon, YouTube. Let's get to 100,000 subscribers. We're so damn so close. Damn close. Mm-hmm. Lots of reactions coming. Be on the lookout. And we'll see you in the next episode. Murders. Bye. Murders. <laughs> <laughs>